0: Boy, you lot! You to episode 60 of Garage Hammer. On tonight's episode, the Monglings talk about FAQs and a whole Ava bunch Ava. of new releases Ava. from Ava. Games Workshop. Ava. So, shut it! I'm listening to me show!
1: Welcome to the garage, you tools. We're going to make several promises for the next three hours or thereabouts. We're going to do the best we can to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have a laugh or two along the way. Bringing you the versus best combination of FAQs, amendments, and re-elected presidents. I'm Chris Yu.
0: And I'm Abraham Lincoln.
1: All right, Mr. President. That's me. Did you get out and vote? I did. You did? Excellent. Did you go and vote? No, I didn't. You didn't, really? No, I did. Actually, (laughs) what the (laughs) hell? I see. I I was wondering if the teacher side of you would get all bent out of shape if I did. Oh, yeah, I I was. I was a little. (laughs) little, (laughs) I mean, I I pretty much go to vote for
0: the local events because I know my vote. I know the color state I'm in, and I know exactly Mm -hmm. how much Mm -hmm. my vote for the presidential election counts. Well, yeah, but it. I mean, wars have
1: been fought for us to circle that. You know, I yeah, no, I don't.
0: I'm not one of those people who miss. Going to vote. I don't miss going it, to vote. It is cool, for
1: for what it's worth. It is cool.
0: Hey, it's your civic duty. You know, like that's said, right. People die so that we can
1: vote. So that's right. All this political talk, I know, is driving Riley and crazy. Uh, Riley and I this, hope you voted.
0: This isn't political talk. This is pride. It, this is civic Civil pride. Duty. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not picking sides. We're not talking about who's a good Who'd candidate you vote for exactly. And, yeah. well, I think I kind of gave mine away, but that's neither here nor there.
1: <laughs> we oh. can still be friends.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm so glad (laughs) because I lost a bunch on Facebook. I saw. That
1: was hysterical.
0: All right. So, um, hey, we need to take a minute to thank our sponsors. You want to take that, Mr. Yes.
1: As always, we need to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Unique Gifts and Games in beautiful Grayslake, Lake, Illinois, Game Preserve Stores in West Lafayette, Indiana, Ursa's Den, Custom Painting and Sculpting, and Battle Foam, protecting your Army. army. All
0: right. There we go. And, uh, I have some special, uh, we're going news. Well, kind <laughs> of breaking nose. <laughs> breaking news. No, that's not <laughs> what I meant. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 it, uh, we, I think, um, I think we've got some new sponsors lined up for the new year. Do tell. Uh, I can't yet. We're oh, still finalizing that. Uh. We're still finally, I'll tell you during the commercial break, but, uh. Looks like um we're we're branching out and getting getting heard in more places and more people are interested very nice. in the show. So very, nice. very excited about that. Okay. So we did get a shout out, but we didn't get a shout out.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, there was a guy Walter Nichols. Walter Nichols. Ed, thanks yeah, for the yeah. uh,
0: thanks for the donation, Walter. He did a shout out and then it the point became moot, I suppose. Yeah, see
1: he and I were exchanging uh messages, and okay. he. the point of his shout-out was to make an announcement. He's going to be at Adepticon. He's going to look for a team tournament partner, but apparently he found one at the last minute. So, so he's saving his shout-out. He's shout saving out. the shout-out for a later time. So he'll start gotcha. back with us. Gotcha. But thanks, Walt. Uh,
0: also, um, speaking of Adepticon, and whenever we talk about tournaments, upcoming tournaments, things like that, that mm-hmm. brings our ideas to one of our other sponsors, the Circle City Circuit with Lizard Ben Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe... That Jeff is going to try before we actually put this out on the air to get something in through voicemail. Okay, excellent. Um, I have the part for the computer that's been messing up the internet for me. Uh, I just don't know enough about computers to replace so it properly. You get the elf in here. Well, he's actually really busy, so he told me to take a picture of the inside of the computer after I open the panel. And he'll tell and you. And he'll what to tell do? me what to do. Huh. He, it's, he, it's surgery by proxy, and. Uh, Interesting. These are not the delicate hands of a
1: surgeon. So you're so. going to have an elf remotely instructing a dwarf how to fix the technology. Huh? Yes,
0: that's really. Th- thanks for putting it that way. Now, well, isn't that what? With- now I'm going to try to do it myself. Aren't you a oh, elf? and out, then you're going to break and it. it break and- <laughs> Great, thank so you. Then you have to
1: dye your hair orange because you've dishonored I- yourself? I've done that plenty of times. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Well, let me know how that works out.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, listen, folks. Um, speaking of which, if Lizard Man Jeff does call in, how would he do you so? Him, he would use <laughs> our voicemail. Boy, tell me about voicemail. We have voicemail, folks. It's one seven five seven G H show six. That's one seven five seven G H show six. Call. Wait for the master engineer to leave his, to to tell you what to do. Then you leave your message, and a lot of them wind up getting played on the show. Not all of them. Um, but a lot of them, if you've got a tournament coming up, uh, you can let Let's us hear know. about it. If you uh, just want to say hi and want to give an opinion on something we said. Let's hear about call it. Call let us know. If you're Johnny Hastings and you're going to North Star and uh, you're going to have a few drinks and need someone Jump to in dial a, a little night. Yeah. yeah that,
1: we want to hear about that, too. You know,
0: after the after I put out the last episode with all of Johnny's calls. Mm-hmm. The next day, I look at the Twitter and I know he listens to Twitter. He's like, "I gotta stop drunk dialing garage hammer voicemail."
1: It's <laughs> easy to say once sober, but the, it's, it's so much over fun. Over the weekend, who knows what's gonna happen? You I, know, another thing people do is they throw down challenges to others too. Yeah, at upcoming tournaments,
0: and please feel free to get on. And as long as it's family friendly, you can throw down and insult those other people as much as you want. We love shout out uh, rivalries and wars going back and forth, like the one between what was it? Was it Relian and uh, and Swiss? Yeah. Yeah, they challenging yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And that always makes for fun reading for the shout outs yeah, too. It sure does, yeah. Because we're not the ones talking the smack. We're just sitting reading we're and just commentating the messengers there. exactly. All right. You know what? Um, commercial break one and then back with all the all the news and rumors and new releases.
1: Sound good? Is your name a killing word? Is your mother a hamster and your father smells of elderberries? Did it turn out that those were the droids you were looking for? If you know what I'm talking about, chances are you're a gamer. What better place to get your game on than the Game Preserve? The Game Preserve specializes in add-along games of all types, like board games, family games, chess sets, and jigsaw puzzles, and especially hobby games. They carry the complete GW line as well as magic to gathering d and and hero clips. They have gaming space for tournaments, game nights, and demo games just about any night of the week. So stop shopping at the Jerk Store and be one of the gaming elite and visit the Game Preserve with four Indiana locations to choose from. Two in Indianapolis, one in Bloomington, and one in the gaming capital of the universe, Lafayette, Indiana. Visit them at GamePreserveStores.com or call 765-448-4200. Game Preserve. If you're not shopping here, the only winning move is not to play. Right, welcome back to Garage yeah. Hammer,
0: episode 60. 60. The big 60. Oh. Wow. That's a lot. That, that is. It's, that it's, is. Where did the time go? I know, man. I mean, you just literally But I mean, you came in as a guest host for episode 51. Is that right? It's been, this is your 10th episode. Oh, wow.
1: I mean, I remember way back when the show first started, I saw a Flyer at UGG. I'm like, what's this? Garage Hammer? A podcast in our local area? I got to listen.
0: And then, and then you, you know, we met. We actually, that's how we met, hanging yeah. out at
1: UGG, mm-hmm. looking
0: for pickup games of Warhammer. I, the first
1: time I met you guys was at a tournament, the first 8th edition tournament at UGG. Oh, that's right. That's the first time I met you guys.
0: That's right. That's right. I was played against Luke in the first round. We were all there yeah. trying to get the, just see what was going on and mm-hmm. play the game. Mm-hmm. And that was where we met. And yeah, uh, what, episode 10 was in Grant's basement. We were all playing. That yeah, was a really long episode. Right. We had two microphones and eight of us sitting there. We just passed the mic around. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, episode 20 was in your basement, I mine? think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've been here ever since. But this is actually, if you count when you were the guest host mm-hmm. and it was not official, if you still count those, this is your 10th episode tenth in the episode. chair. Wow. I already <laughs> like that.
1: Well, I'm still here. So well, uh, look at
0: us waxing philosophical on five months. It's really... A- <laughs> <laughs> Damn, even that, 10 episodes, that's five months. It, I don't I, it, it's, it goes fast. It, it totally yeah, goes fast. Yeah, it really does. Okay, so let's see. News and rumors. Um, obviously, the biggest news since we... I think when we recorded the show last, I had actually said, I think Greg was lying about those FAQs. Mm-hmm. They haven't come out yet. We finished editing. You went home. The next morning, I went to work, and the that FAQs night. were out. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? I
1: saw that. I think it was like a Saturday that they, yeah. they came out. It was yeah, strange. Yeah, we
0: recorded it. Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, we'll get to the FAQs later because that's sort of the mm-hmm. that's that's where we're going to sink our teeth in. Um, everybody's hitting the big important parts and glossing over stuff, but I think there's a few small ones in there too that that kind of got missed. Sure. Yeah, I looked at it and said, "Hey, um, I wanted to go over the Warriors of Chaos stuff. There's the two new units and everyone's mm-hmm. been talking about, but I still haven't gotten my white dwarf on November eighth, the one that ah. shipped out like ten or twelve days
1: ago. But, you know, there has been a lot of uproar on those rules."
0: I know. Well, we'll talk about it. And yeah, the Warriors, we have them in hand. I'm in no rush because the thing is everybody's been talking about it. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, the Warriors book is probably three, four months off. Maybe oh, is a little that right? more. That long? I heard maybe January. I thought Demons were coming out first than Warriors. Really? For mm-hmm. some reason, I thought because they're, obviously theirs came out a couple months ago. Right. Their they're, they're lead in time. Sure. I feel there's going to be some lead in time. Um, I, I don't know. Who knows? Right now, it's not coming out exactly as... I had heard through my own rumors hmm. connection,
1: so we'll see. Well, they did re- release a bunch of models for Warriors. Have you had a chance to look at those? Oh, of course. How about you? I have. Let's see which ones you want to talk about well, first. Why don't we
0: just run through them as we got them written sure. up here? Now they did some re-releases with the Finecast. Hmm. You know the medals going to Finecast. So five chosen are now forty five bucks. Ouch! In Finecast, you know, and uh, you know me. I, I don't, Almost 10 bucks. a I, fig. I don't complain about the prices that much. I know they go up, and every every, every year people have their GW raise their prices on us, so we have to hate them episode. But, man, $45 seems like a lot for five rank and and file guys. Five rank yeah. and file. Well, I mean. I guess you're paying for the stats it's in some kind of, sense. Yeah, no, sorry. Finecast is supposed to be cheaper than metal. It, it, it should be. I mean, I'm just. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I'm not. Let's see what else. Bellicor is now out on Finecast. Uh huh. Uh, Galrok, the Chaos Dragon, hmm. the Nurgle Lord on the Demonic Mount, which that's, I think, one of my favorite of the warrior models. Oh, I would agree. That's one of we my favorite. Well, no, I too. like
1: Nurgle, and that one just looks really cool. Galrok, on the other hand, I think is one of the
0: weakest. It's pretty weak. Yeah. I mean, that, that the Giant Chaos Dragon Ogre Shagath isn't much better. Mm, that's but, okay. I don't mind that one. I, you know, you look at Galrock and he's got a lot of the bumps and the things because he's supposed to be twisted by chaos. But he's really skinny. It's skinny. Of course, that you it, know, you know, it
1: looks like a like a 1980s era Dungeons and Dragons like lead miniature to me.
0: Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. What else? We got Corn Lord on a Juggernaut, Sigvald and Wolfric. Mm. Those are the re-releases yep. now.
1: New stuff you have here. Uh, they couple got of add-ons, halberds, and halberds great and great
0: weapons. Ten for fifteen bucks. So you could get because the warriors just come with. Hand weapon hand shield Hand weapon shield yeah. Or the lance mm. Or I mean Was it the The halberd yeah, the, was, the spear I think yeah Is it the spear Yeah I don't, I don't even know They used to at least I don't know I thought they did But then you can buy The halberds Or the great weapons um, The new white dwarf Came out And it's like a Hooray for Hollywood White dwarf I saw that year. That was a little weird As, as as a guy who just loves film and went to film school, I'm totally gonna buy. It. Like I should have bought last year's the one holding the prop from the plane because I liked it and didn't buy it. Okay, I always pick up the white dwarf. It's a dwarf,
1: but is it out of context. I mean, They're, they don't have cameras. Of, in well, the one two the years before, world.
0: the one two years before was the white dwarf. No, there was the pirate. There was the one that was the 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 one in the the one in the space out the space mm. costume, and he had the little claw holding the grots and stuff. So, oh, well, that's
1: a forty k then.
0: I suppose you have a camera ain't in no 40K. dwarfs, apparently in 40k. No, I mean they they, they always take him out of they, the last few years they've been taking him out of context as sure, pretty sort of promotional mascot type yeah, thing, sure. Exactly. And I, I I said as a film thing I like the I like that old 20s film
1: director with the beret loved, and, yeah, and so the long they, cigarette holder. Exactly.
0: They put him in I was like okay that's clever <laughs> I'll buy it. Okay. I know it's stupid. I know it's stupid. I'll buy it. <laughs> um okay uh this the Skyla and Fengrim which okay I read the fluff on him. He's supposed to be like the the world's toughest, craziest, most frightening chaos spawn. Isn't that what it is? Uh, I glossed over the fluff. Does it say chaos spawn? I thought it was. What else is he supposed to be? Maybe I read it wrong. But this model is weird
1: looking. Um, yeah, he looks like uh, Blanca from Street Fighter Two.
0: Kinda. He's got the weird. He's got the weird. You know, shorts made out of fur. Yeah, he's and, got the furry and, forearms. And, and the, yeah, the Popeye forearms covered in fur. Mm-hmm. Um this is really funny though. I hadn't gotten a chance to see the model yet and Wayne Kemp had posted uh you know it was this guy another piece of Trish garbage. <laughs> and I said, "Let me guess." Cuz I hadn't seen it yet. Uh-huh. I go, "He's leaning forward a whole lot. His one hand is sweeping in from the side. It's sideways open palm like he's going to claw you, raking mm-hmm. across sideways. And the other one is in a fist and probably down low like he's running or leaning about forward." Right. And he's like, close, but no. And I look at the picture. If, if I would have set his fist up in the air.
1: You've been, yeah, dead on. I'd have
0: picked it dead on because that's exactly how she makes all of her sculpts. Whether you like it or not, that's like
1: her signature, her signature pose. pose so. You know, the one thing that I really don't like is that the mouthed tail. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> the mouth tail doesn't bother me because chaos has all sorts of weird things. You always see the, the mouth, the mouth's growing everywhere. What bothers me is the giant mangle of teeth. You know, I know. Christopher used to get annoyed when you had teeth so big your mouth couldn't possibly close like Like they were pointless teeth. like the orcs have. But that's usually like you'll get fangs. Like you'll have two fangs that can't possibly Mm -hmm. be used to harm an opponent because you can't open your mouth wide (laughs) enough to get them open. It's all for show. Exactly. (laughs) Can't bite anything. Every tooth he's got is for show. It's just they're all sticking almost like straight out. He can't possibly chew with them.
1: Well, who knows? Maybe if his stats are really good, if he's really good in game, people will start. Using them, I don't know. If his stats are really good and he's very worth
0: in the game, people will start making their own
1: alternate sculpts. That is my Probably. prediction. Probably, but with that, I mean, you got take the good and the bad. There are some pretty good, good new releases in that batch. Oh, there's some great ones, like um, uh like that Valkia character, Valkia the Bloody. I have that book. She I is read cool. Yet.
0: At first, I saw it and I thought it was a little static. Like when I first looked at it, I was like. Because I saw it right from the front, and the two legs are very close together, and she's holding the one spear, but she's very standing, very straight. Right, There didn't seem to be a lot of motion. And as I hit the 360 one, I started to turn
1: it. It's the way she's holding the spear. Yes, the and the direction kind of she's looking, and the one arm yeah. is
0: out, so she's kind of got the, the the really cool... Shield in front of her. That is, it. yeah. Tilting awesome to the side shield. with the spear out. And it was her legs weren't, she wasn't standing together. It was like one leg was kind of down, one leg was up a bit. It's like it was, an action pose. Yeah, there was, some yeah. De- there was definitely more motion on the second look than it seemed in the first. Harrison, please get
2: that can away from me. That's right.
0: And, uh, I, I mean, I think that one is probably, I think that's most people's one number one or number two out of all these new models. Because it just looks amazing. Um, now, then there's Festus. The Leech Lord, which they never had a model for, and I've always wanted a model for it because I loved him. In mm-hmm. the, when, I, when I when I started buying
1: Warriors, I was like, oh, I want to play this. See, that's the one that I thought would be your favorite, knowing that you like Nurgle.
0: Oh, I do like Nurgle. That's one of the things I like about it. And I like, you look at it, and it's like, he's really, not only is he really fat, but he's got that big sort of bizarre chin. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, it's not a big bone chin. Like, he almost looks like he's got one of those, like, uh... I don't know, Bruce, like a bullfrog Bruce like. Campbell chin. It almost When you first look yeah. at it, it's like this super large chin. I mean, I know a lot of people compared it to the trolls from War
1: Machine or Hordes. Oh, I, mean. I, I can see that.
0: But I looked at it, and it doesn't look like that at all because you can just see it's this huge sack of fat that just yeah. – But it's like you can see his skull and you can see his chin and then all that skin stretching. It's like a massive double chin. Yeah, right? but it. Yeah. But it's like it's so full of whatever is pulling it that it's actually stretching yeah. and like pulling the – in it's it's, even farther,
1: the, the look on his face is so characterful, though.
0: Yeah, he's he's just hey Papa Nurgle. yeah man, like, he's hey. happy as he could be. He's looking out at you, smiling. Mm-hmm. He's holding that guy Forcing in front of him by the hair, that stuff. pouring that stuff. Yeah, just happy as could be. <laughs> look at this! I'm making you dissolve. Yeah, I'm just working. You should be thanking I'm me. I'm doing
1: my thing here. Drink this. I just I really liked that model You a know, The lot. one thing that I noticed was that the uh, the thing holding the staff is not an arm, but it's like a it's like a worm appendage. Yeah. That is really cool. <laughs> He's
0: got all these growing weird things. Uh. Well, remember a lot of times when you read Lot this, even in Tamarcon, when he bursts open flies would fly out mm-hmm. and there's flies and maggots. Sure. So that could even be like a giant maggoty thing growing yeah, inside it. Yeah, it's just uh flies and maggots. It's the stuff that in real life makes me want to want to run and scream because mm-hmm. I just don't like insects and grossness. <laughs>
1: uh but on the models it's really kind of cool. That is cool. Now the next one here is the skull crushers of corn. What do you think of those? Um I want to see them in
0: person mm-hmm. because I I think I think the past year and a half has proved and I mean I said it back when we first looked at the Help and Abomination. Mm. Let me see it in person first, and in person they always seem to be a little more impressive than one. The paint. painting
1: pictures will well, show. You know, sure. It depends
0: on what what you know the guy's color palette. If you mm. like his how he painted it, you depend on the pictures. These I think look pretty cool. Um, they have that really ornate metalwork all mm-hmm. over them. In fact. You saw it first with the chaos space marines. They've That's gone the to thing. This, these guys look like chaos space marines. They've gone to right? ornate metal and that sort of flesh growing over your armor. Uh-huh. Like the the flesh is growing out of control. It's been warped by chaos. Right. It's fusing with the armor, and that style. Who whoever, whoever's the new sculptor who's doing the that with that style of that fine all that brass etch work. They like do that looks really like well. Yeah. And. I mean I know some people I've heard people thinking it's overdone some people don't like it mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you I, I like it a hell of a lot better than um uh what do you call it um skulls and uh sp- spikes uh ah. I mean everything before everything everything chaos was just skulls, skulls and, and spikes, spikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah skulls and spikes and here you've got this really just bizarre ornate like this gothic
1: mm, that's a good word for work. It. yeah
0: um, and it's all over them, and it, it's very busy, but it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it might still depend a, on how you paint it. It's still a Chaos Warrior on a Juggernaut. End of the day, it's pretty much a Chaos Warrior on a mm-hmm. Juggernaut. But I do like I like the metal work on it, mm-hmm. and I, I like how they look. See, I thought they looked solid, not amazing, not weak, just real solid. Well, I think, but isn't part of that because you're you're used to it. I mean, it's it's a Chaos Warrior, which you've seen the it it night. Yeah. It's a Chaos Knight and a juggernaut from the demon list put together. I mean, it looks nice together. It, yeah, It looks it, about like what you expect. It looks expect like what you expect. A, yeah. But there's nothing in there you haven't seen before, And so mm-hmm. you're seeing something new going, "Yeah, it's, I guess it's okay because it it's sense. okay." Yeah. Um
1: so that, that retails for $58
0: for a box of 3. So that's like 20 bucks a pop, right? That's yeah. That seems to be going. Uh now the Hellstrider's of Slanesh have gotten a lot of flack. 33 bucks for 5. A lot of fuck for, what, the price? A lot of people don't like them. I've just been hearing a lot of negativity towards yeah. them. I haven't heard much positivity towards that positivity. <laughs> if that's a word, I haven't heard
1: it towards towards these models. No. Uh, go ahead. I haven't read either way. I have my opinions, but I'll, let me hear what you have to say. Oh, I was going to let you take the one on this one since I took the corn ones. Around. Oh, okay. Well, these, to me, look way off. Okay. The, the, the proportions look really goofy. The, the, the steeds themselves look way too small to support a rider that big. And they just look like they'll okay. topple over. Okay. I don't know if that's supposed to be like, oh, it's a chaos beast and it's going to look off balance. Maybe, but to me it just looks odd. The, the one, um, the the, uh, the demonettes riding these things right. also look weird, but since these are, like, male warriors. Like see, you know, the, demon, the demon that's stranger. riding them don't bother me at all. I never like those.
0: See, I actually do like these steeds. I think they're kind of cool. They look fast as hell. They do. The steeds they're themselves, themselves they're without like,
1: anything look great. Yeah. Throw a person on there or a rider. It looks a little off, off balance. I
0: see what you're saying. Um, these are... This is one... I think this is one of the two that people... W- once you don't count that... I think the universal vote on Skylar and Fangrim was fail. Yeah. Um, but these... Some people like them, a lot of people don't, and there's mm-hmm. another one that's coming up that a lot of people you know, is, are divided it's on. That's controversial, sure. But uh, this is one that I want to, based off of, once again, the Hell Pit, the Fang. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember when we saw the Fang pictures when GW gave us oh, the yeah. first time, and everyone's like, these look stupid, they're terrible. I mean, I remember just comparing them to Spike from uh, Tom and Jerry, with the giant chest mm-hmm. and a little... T- and yeah, they still yeah. do, but when you actually see them in person, you're like, you know what? These, aren't, much near, better these aren't nearly as bad as I thought they were going to be. I want to see these two because I do like those steeds. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with the riders. I'm just tired of, I mean, God they must have a lot of LA Fitnesses out in the frozen waste of the north <laughs> because there ain't, no. you know, everyone knows oh, there's chaos and there's the warp and the, and the pollution and the poison right. and you either join chaos or you die a slow, painful death. These guys look I, everybody who may hey I'm joining chaos. Well, here's your new Arnold Schwarzenegger body. Well, thank you. <laughs> I work out. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> wiggle, right. wiggle 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 yeah. wiggle wiggle.
1: <laughs> you know what it is. These guys are sitting on top of these steeds as if they're riding like a Harley, like a chopper, like kind of set, s- sitting back and their arms and legs forward. Right. Whereas they should be sitting on it like a like a Japanese sport bike, kind of hunched over or leaning forward. That's how I think they should be riding. It. Oh, you know
0: I mean? okay. I, see, now I was thinking they had to lean back because what you were saying is they look too too frail to hold them. Yeah, and since the legs are so far back, your center of gravity has to be above the hips. That's it. Yeah. So they have to be leaning back. But if they're sitting on like a jockey, it would fall forward. Like you were saying, it's too heavy. So you have to kind of lean back like a Harley. Because if you don't, I, yeah, I, I I like your idea better because even that it picture makes more of them, sense
1: because it it it. It Leads itself could, to speed. Then. If you, if you, you you're put leaning them further
0: back, where you put your legs, the rider's legs, behind their legs, where we're sitting a little farther back on it. Had some sort of a stirrup or something to sit in, sure. And then have them leaning forward like that, either holding a, the whip to the side or a or, little or something, bit, yeah. or because, like you said, that does that. That's fast.
1: And that's what it should be. And
0: they got that always strikes first, and they mm-hmm. can move 10 they're inches. They're almost holding on
1: for dear life as yeah. they're whipping their whip around or whatever.
0: Yep, that sounds cool. Unless, of course, if they were leaning back, if they looked a little less confident, like they were holding on. If they had something holding on a reins, like this thing was taken off and like they were sort of leaning. Yeah, those
1: guys, are. Look, they look too big, though, to be.
0: They they look awful comfortable for a ride that doesn't seem to fit them right. properly. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, di- it's like, I like the Steeds, and like I said, I think you said you did too. Mm-hmm. Um, Individually, I like both. Put right. it together,
1: it just looks it's, off balance. You got your chocolate in my peanut
0: butter. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, this is one I definitely want to see in person to see if it looks any better mm-hmm. up close. Because I'm telling you, fast calf with the always strikes first, moving around move like that, 10. cheap points, moving nice. at 10. Oh. These are units you could take a couple of couple of units of five of these guys, and they could really be quite helpful on the tabletop. because
1: that's what Warriors need. Yeah, let's throw away chaff type units. Exactly.
0: So let's hope the models look a little better, because I, I have a feeling you're going to be seeing them on the table whether they look
1: suck I, or yeah, not. I so, would think so. I would think so. So the next thing, speaking of controversial, is the War Shrine. Yep. $58 goes on a 50 by 100 base. Yes, it does. Um, so what do you think of this one? Okay.
0: I said before I like all the intricate, weird metal work that they've been doing. Mm -hmm. So when I look at this war shrine, it wasn't what I expected. I don't think it wasn't what anyone expected. And I kind of like that. Agreed. Agreed. Everyone was expecting, and everyone said, I mean, I've heard now, oh, man, forget it. I'm just going to buy a corpse cart and make it. Everyone did. Everyone bought a corpse cart, and then they heaped up some spoils of war in the back, and you put a couple horses and a warrior on it, and that's an altar. This is actually an altar. There is a small altar Mm -hmm. in the front. The altar itself doesn't have to be huge unless you're sacrificing people on it.
1: Well, it's just big enough to put a neck on it, right? Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. And it's got a book, and it's got... There's, the, a,
1: there's an axe embedded in the, uh, a, an in the altar. An axe or a yeah. tome.
0: you got a big muscular guy. You could put any mm-hmm. symbol on the back. Mm-hmm. I do, I'm do. one who likes all this extra wrought iron work that this yeah. guy's doing. So I think all the elements are things I like, mm-hmm. but when I look at that picture, it it's not 100%. It's like, I like it, but there's something that seems a little I, odd know, about I, it.
1: Here's, I'm, I'm right there with you, and I... I think I can answer what is off about it. Everything from the structure up is great. All the detail, like you said, all mm-hmm. the metalwork looks great. But what I can't buy is the two ogre-type guys carrying it underneath. Oh, just, okay. How, how, it, it just it, it looks, again, it looks out of proportion. I, I just don't buy that those two beasts or whatever they are, are can carry that thing and move it across a battlefield. All it takes is a couple of guys with some crossbows a chariot to go crashing in there, or a fanatic to go buzzing through, take one ogre out, or even injure one ogre, that whole thing is going to come toppling down. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying.
0: I'm not even sure if that's... Like I said, I looked at the, those things, and I think, uh, if, if nothing else, those would make just some cool ogres. Like, if you yeah, if, maybe. if you yeah. wanted to... Well, I mean, if you're going to convert it, okay, let's say you don't like the ogres carrying it, so you take the top half. Yeah, what do I do? You create a base. Let you. Yeah. you then you got these two ogres left. What do you do? You convert sure, them up and throw sure. them in your army is make cool. a slaughter master out of them or yeah. whatever sure so it's like once again it's got all the elements I like and you put it together and it's not a hundred percent there it's another one that I'm hoping I didn't order one mm. I really wanted to buy one just to build See it, it. yeah and then I realized that's how come I have ten armies <laughs> because I just I'm gonna build it I'm gonna paint it eventually I'm you no know. so well, I, I, wonder I actually if actually
1: held off grant being our resident warrior as a chaos player I wonder if he's gonna get it you know buy all these models if he does, then we'll be able to see it that way. I got
0: a feeling, and I don't want to. I don't want to say what Grant's going to do because I have no idea. But if I were, if I were betting heavy to win heavy, mm-hmm. as we all know, Grant rarely buys. In fact, some of the new ogre models were the first ones he actually bought at a game store that he didn't buy secondhand. Right? In the secondary he market wants to
1: convert stuff? He yeah, can go that route, or he can buy it. Right. So, yeah, depending I just, on what he does.
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. Um, plus, he's been really just. Plugging away at them
1: chaos dwarfs, so I don't know if he wants to go back sure. to the warriors yet or sure. not. You know, we, I'll tell you what I would do. I would take the top half of that thing and and put it on like a stone horn or a thunder tusk. That's the first thing that, that I would try because that makes more sense. That, that is to me. that would be huge. It too, would be though. gigantic, but it takes a huge beast like that. To, I think to carry that type of load. It is it is a big stone platform. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I mean, it, yeah, the two ogres down there look okay, but again, they're unarmored. It just looks like they're so susceptible to a bunch of archers, but they're not because they're full of chaos
0: and they've got two heads and they're extra. All the extra fat. It's like they're not even going to feel I'm it. Till they're they Have dead. some kind of
1: ward save. Yeah, or, they're
0: not going to feel it till they're dead. Yeah, and it's, you know they're they're being pushed
1: along. It's a war shrine, a war altar. Yeah, I, I it gives it all just, those bonuses. It just looks like it's it'll topple over. It, One guy steps on a nail. Oh, the whole thing comes crashing down. <laughs> <laughs> you know Born what I mean? One guy steps on a nail. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that I'm. I'm talking. They're about. really
0: big. I don't think a nail would do it. Maybe one of those old cast warriors with all the spikes and skulls falls down yeah. in front of him. <laughs> he lost and his he helmet steps on
1: that. <laughs> Drops his helmet. Oh, don't no, step on that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole army breaks and runs.
0: Yeah, and now I'm trying to think of what you could put it on. It might be if we could get it on something else, dude. Maybe even right. rock. Uh, you could put it on that. See, I'm one of the people who like the spirit hosts hauling the mortis engine. Mm. That like spiritually, if you can get something like that, some big, you know, clouds, some some that would be cool. Some sort of uh, ethereal sort of thing, pull it, you know, just floating ethereal it. stuff. Some ethereal <laughs> stuff, just sort of floating it along. It's got the power. Hell, even some uh, the the clear uh, flying stands, just mm. a bunch of them kind underneath of have it, covering. it, and have nothing under that thing. Hmm. It just flies on its own by the power of Zinch or Sinesh or whoever. The power of following. Zinch
1: compels you. <laughs> <laughs> Movie uh, buff, you got that one, right?
0: Uh, yes, I got the Exorcist reference right away. Yeah. No problem. But, um, yeah, I, like I said, I just I'm glad that it's not. I think they purposely went and said this has been out for a long time. Other people have made models that are similar that people could use. Let's do something different. And, and they might have had to as well. Sure. Remember with all that stuff they had where they're still at that, you know, with that other company that they're in the lawsuit with saying, right. you know, you can't make this. I mean, with the whole stuff with the um, the Tyranids, you know, they went and uh, made a model yeah. for it and called it that and said, now, if you make a model that looks too much like this, we're going to sue you for copying our stuff. Right, right. There's other things that are out there already. They got to make sure theirs is different enough and unique enough, mm. A, to capture your imagination, make you want to buy it. Be not to look like other stuff that's already out there. Sure, I really would have been disappointed if it was an oversized corpse cart with a warrior
1: on it. With I, a heap I would of have stuff. been too. I mean, this thing definitely looks, you know, out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, for it, sure. It's designed to be a centerpiece, sort of, and it piece, is piece. And I think you know, it does the job. It really depends on your taste. That weird, fragile, lots of twisted metal thing mm-hmm. that they've been doing, uh, with both Chaos Space Marines and mm-hmm. the Chaos Warriors. I give that a thumbs up. Uh, just that—that's my style. That gothic sort of, gothic emo like it too. weird. And that's a great yeah. word. Yeah, so I don't so. know about
1: emo, but well, I throw that in there too. You I'm know, like Marauders crying, like <laughs> wearing all black.
0: Yes, they do wear all black, but they're not emo. <laughs> They can be. Dude, they're always sulking. They're never happy. They're always and got the hair going on. over their face. Exactly. They all look like they all look like Glenn. I'm a freak. They're all Glenn Danzig's <laughs> big brother, you know, walking around. Oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm not very happy today. I'm going to have to go kill some things to make me happy. I think
1: goth is a good word. I, I wouldn't go with emo. <laughs> I,
0: I, okay, I agree. Emo isn't a good word, but I'm just going to run with it. Because when I hear goth, I think, I teach high school. When I hear goth, I think Kids wearing black makeup, being pissed off at the world. Yeah, wearing
1: like (laughs) the Crow t shirts and black eyeliner. I guess that's back to emo, then, isn't it?
0: Oh, goodness. All right, so listen up. Uh, What else? That's all the releases. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't heard any news on what's coming next. Um, You know, I know the Dark Angels book is supposed to come out. We're supposed to get warriors and/or demons. Word I've heard now is that high elves are pushed back to third quarter. Is that right? Third quarter? S- second or wow. third quarter. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, well,
1: then that just pushes back the dwarves and those wood elves. No, but you could push the dwarves back all the way to the end. Oh, shut Keep up. Keep pushing them back until the, till they fall over the edge. You're
0: going to be mad when that book comes out, and then they're ba- they're going to be balanced, and you're going to lose some of the worst parts about them, but they're going to get something new you don't like, and you're still going to complain.
1: Exactly yeah, I mean, just based on what they are. Based on I general an principle, an I will complain.
0: I hate when they just sit in the back and don't do nothing but shoot at us. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay, we'll do something to make us move faster. I hate when they take that <sighs> thing that makes it move faster. We'll talk
1: about that. You just don't like to
0: face them across the table no I, matter what. No, but there's a reason, and I, we'll go into it. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll into get to it. it. Uh, one last bit of news, and then we'll take our break because we are overdue. Uh, Adepticon registration opens on... November
1: 12th, which is Monday,
0: which is now. Monday from now. Uh, this will be out on Saturday. Yep. Hopefully it'll be on time because it's Thursday freaking night. Okay, wow. Um, so this goes out Monday, or the show goes out Saturday. Adept Conversation goes out Monday at 7 p.m. Central mm-hmm. Standard Time. So that's minus 6 GMT for those of you in England. So have you given any thought as to what you're going to do? I'm going to get a VIG pass okay. like I did last year. I am most certainly going to try to take a class on freehand painting. Nice. Because mine was canceled last what, year. What day is that going to fall on? Uh, they have them running through the whole weekend. Okay. Um, I I don't think I can even get there
1: Thursday. Like I got the kids. I got to get them to school sure. Friday. I'm going to get there Friday around lunchtime. I wonder if if they have a class on. I checked and I didn't see any classes on Thursday. They have a bunch of like open classes. That, that aren't, I think those are things they are still going to fill up. Yeah, because they're still finishing up okay, all the So schedule. between now and then, they'll I'm hoping it opens okay.
0: up. <sighs> You know the fantasy championship went up to twenty four hundred, and it's three games one day and two games the next mm-hmm. day, and I thought that was great until I looked at those three games are from eight to eight.
1: Yeah, how can that be? Twelve last hours. year, last
0: year was eight to eight, and it was four games. I, I don't, I don't get it. Like it's really making me second. My whole point with last year was, I spent. Played in the, the the champions and then I did the team tournament and right. I spent my entire time in that room and never got to hang out with my friends and do stuff. Well,
1: maybe if it's the same amount of time but only three games, maybe you have more time between games so you could grab, grab lunch and if, hang if, out. If you, if you give me two, and, if you give me three hours a game, hmm. that's an hour and
0: a half in between each game. Right. That's cool. still kind of a lot of time, and I still got to be back. and I I don't know. It just seems a little odd, uh, and I'm not complaining. It's just that and I did talk to I did you want to have your cake and eat it
1: too you uh, want to play in the championships do other things and exactly sure.
0: I want to do both and it, playing in the championships over the two days makes it hard mm. and I did also I mean I still want to do the Kings of War tournament not because I want or even think I can win the, the big thousand dollar or fifteen hundred whatever the cash prize is Something new, but though. because I like the game and I know Christopher is is hoping mm-hmm. to get go and, and is and that on either. Saturday I think it's Saturday uh, I, I clicked on it and it had the the day and not the times though yet so I really don't know when it's going to be. Um, hmm. Maybe I do. Maybe I do the Kings of War, and then when it's done, because it's going to be much shorter. Because they've got hour and a half games. It's like a right. three or four rounds or whatever. Um, you know, maybe I can come in and help out. Just you know, help help help, you know, help like run the help to yeah, do that. I don't. I really have staff. no idea until they actually put up the finalized schedule where mm-hmm. I can sit down and map out everything. All I know is I will be buying my VIG pass at. Seven oh one, PM Central. So I, yeah, so I get it done, and then trying to get in those classes because last time, the, some of the classes I wanted closed up in like an hour.
1: Yeah, I, so, I agree. All uh, right, are you uh, planning on doing the team tournament?
0: Um, I don't have a partner. Grant asked Harrison, but he doesn't know if he can get out of school on Thursday. Uh. Um, although his mom, I actually think, is leaning towards saying yes. But the team tournament is on Friday. Or Friday, I mean. Okay. But still, getting out of school, sure. I, I'll be there. One day, Yeah, sure. But get him out of, take him out of school to go
1: play, play Warhammer. Hammer. Well, it's math. Of
0: course, maybe I bring him and he plays with Grant and I'm there in case he needs something Then I can go play, pickup games of Malifaux sure. and stuff on Friday. Out and- I love the team tournament. I did it last year. It's just I, 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 I still feel the burnout from three solid days of tournament playing. Still feel from last year you feel? Not burnout, but I mean it's like I still remember how Uh, I I remember how tired and how worn out I was and it's it's making me hesitate. It is is growing. Seriously, by the end of
1: Saturday night Mm -hmm. I, I was I was hurting. And I wasn't even drinking and I was hurting. Well the good thing is on Sunday you only have two games on that the championships. Right, so that's something. Right. Well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Last year, I just remember. Yeah. So, do I want to do two days of
0: championships and the team turn three solid days? I hear you. Of it. I hear it's, you. It, it, it is it, a lot. It, yeah, and I mean, we're not the people. I know you. You and I are not the. You know, we're not going out there and getting liquored up and tanked and going Mm -hmm. crazy, coming in the next day with hangovers. Maybe we should. And I'm still beat. (laughs) The guys with hangovers are having a good time, and I'm dragging.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm the same. Maybe we should do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Just get totally blitzed. That's it. The garage hammer slammer. Bammer, there you go. There we then go. We can call into our own show, all hamburgers. <laughs> Listen,
0: yes, <and> you listeners, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm having a good time. And it's just, it's one long vowel movement, just right, yeah. all. Uh, remember, you, you did say vowel movement, right? Exactly. Okay. Yes, I said vowel. You know, you're talking and then it's <laughs> and it's just long way e's and a's and ah nigga that kind of thing. Is that how you get when you're drunk? I have no idea. I haven't gotten drunk in quite a long time. Okay.
1: I, I apparently I get very friendly.
0: I get really I get right. sillier and if possible sillier? louder. Yeah, oh. so, louder. I think so. Wow. Any internal volume? How do you get like I a, a sonic one. boom? Yeah, I'm just like laughing out loud. Like I'm just a big jolly old elf. <laughs> <laughs> a jolly old elf. Huh? Laugh and I shake in spite of myself. Not a jolly dwarf. No, the jo- that's I was quoting the lines from my, the night the night before Christmas.
1: I'm not up I'm It was
0: the night before Christmas, and all through the house, another creature... He uh, was you,
1: stirring, but all but a mouse... A right blah, jolly blah, blah, old blah.
0: elf who laughed, and he shook in spite of himself. Yeah, I'm not up, I'm Shut not up! up. <laughs> We're going to a commercial. <laughs> yeah, please. Super yeah, yeah, so Superstore. Yeah, so Superstore. Yeah, so yeah, Superstore. Super We're back with the Toolbox Welcome back to the show Folks Okay Tools Let's get in them boxes <laughs> So uh, what's in your box <laughs> <laughs> Okay Behind in, Here in showcase number one <laughs> Um, I did not meet my hobby challenge, even though I had, like,
1: two and a half weeks to do it. Okay. Well, you're not alone, because I didn't meet mine either.
0: Um, I did get everything base, and with the base, glue on the base, dip it in the sand, mm-hmm. let it dry, put another coat of glue over it okay. so that it doesn't come off. Over 100 skeletons. Uh, my last Wow. My last 10 skeletons that I didn't build for GW... Plus all the ones from the Kickstarter mm-hmm. and that I had left for Mantic. Yep. Uh, I also built and I've had the ghouls built, so I, I sand based the last twenty ghouls that I got in the Kickstarter. A few other models, a couple of the flying bases for the mm-hmm. for the uh, the fell bats, you know, stuff like that. Um, the, I got that done. I just I was going to prime them all. Right. And it's too cold to spray prime right now. It's been too sure. cold. And it's like to pull out the airbrush and do the airbrush prime. I can do that down here in the basement. I just put on a little – I got one of the little regular breather masks. A mask, sure. And I can do that because it's not toxic mm-hmm. and it's not aerosol. It's just air. Sure. Uh, but getting all that set up is kind of a pain, and I've never had more than like 30 minutes at a time to do it. And it's mm-hmm. like I just haven't. I did, however, finish painting uh, all of my – those Reaper bat swarms I have. Oh, they're cool. They're painted, done, based – Swarms just in time for the new FAQ. Your swarms are in effect. Five, five bad swarms. Nice Tennis and built. So I, I, that's I. I still did a lot, but I didn't do the one thing I really wanted, which is get the primer on them. Okay. Because especially the the Kings of War ones, the skeletons. Yeah. Because I don't mix them with the GW ones. So I got the GW ones for when I play Warhammer. Right. And because I've gotten a couple of sets, I've got a whole set of skeletons for Kings of War, and they're getting three colors in a dip. So they're okay. colored and ready for the table, but I'm actually going to see what how much speed painting I can do. Like, speed painting, okay. Well, because you know I do a lot of mass assembly line, two hundred at a time painting. Right. You don't but mess it, around, but it's still eight or nine colors, and it takes like four hours a layer, and wow. I'm working on them for five, six days. Right. This I want to crank through hundred, hundred twenty of. Them. I want to do get the white, get the green, get the brown, up, 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 up. Touch ups, dipped, dip highlights, boom. done. done. Okay. I want to see how fast I can get through them.
1: So, well, you're on a mission.
0: I just, you know what, It's I'm getting to the point where it's like I want to, I'm, I'm actually thinking. Now, I've learned so many techniques with the VC mm-hmm. that I want to go and start using them on my dwarfs or on some of my other armies. Start painting more we'll stuff. Them and stuff. And sure. so now I'm getting to the point where it's like, I want to get these done. Like, I'm starting to get that. I don't have a tournament. But I want
1: looking towards the next army? Yeah, I want yeah. to finish
0: painting all of this VC stuff and my undead stuff romantic, which is actually because some of them don't overlap. Mm-hmm. It's an army and a half. Sure. I mean, I have ten thousand points worth of VC plus the Mantic stuff. That's a lot of undead. I got, and it's not as I'm, I'm getting close to painted, but I got, I still got to finish all the skeletons. I got fifty Graveguards. so it's like I'm really starting to put the push toward speed painting some of it. Just you know, just because I want to start bringing mm-hmm. these techniques to some other armies.
1: Sure, mix it up a little bit. What have you? uh done with your... Well, I've been still working on the uh, Goblin Wolf Chariots, and okay. I have to ma- have a shout-out. Thank you to Walt Nichols, Chris Walker, and the handsome man himself, Grant Fetter, for giving me some of those spiked giant collars. Okay, so those will help with uh, completing those. However, uh, I've I've been tooling around with other um, character builds. Uh-huh. So one thing I didn't realize, I don't know if you knew this, but Goblin Heroes on a Wolf count as Fast calves. Do they? Yeah. I had no idea, so those will be com- become, you know, very useful in an all-goblin list that I'm planning for Merry Mayhem, right, coming up on December 1st, because you can vanguard those guys. You can equip them in such a way that they'll be almost like a Swiss army knife in terms of what they can do. So let me get your opinions on this, yeah, a couple character sure, builds. Sure, sure, So one would be, uh, yeah, a lone character on a wolf. He's a hero. He would have the Screaming Sword, so he'd cause fear, the Dragon Bane Gem, the Charmed Shield, and the Potion of Strength. So you vanguard him up. Okay. Uh, he could take out your ethereals. Okay. He could go war machine hunting. Uh, he could take on uh, a Kadai and hold it up because he's got the two upwards of against flaming. Right. He could take a, ta- a cannonball and bounce that on a two plus. Huh. So, he yeah, I think he could be a very useful character. So he's one that I'm toying around with. Another one is to have the same type of character on a wolf but with a terrifying mask. Throw, oh, them the out on, of yeah, throw them out on a flank, give them the dragon helm again for another two-up, like, war tip against flaming, Okay, and maybe, like, a sword of striking or something, plus one to hit. Fair enough. So I've been modeling those individual characters on wolves now that I know that I can do that. so That's pretty cool. Yeah, very useful. I love how we've had the books. I've had my book for a year. You've had your book for even more than that, and we're still, still finding learning new builds, stuff. Yeah. Still finding
0: new stuff. I even
1: told, uh, I you know, when I learned about that, I, I was talking to Alex Nicotempo. Uh-huh. I'm like, hey, did you know that goblin... Walls on characters, uh, characters on Wolves are fast cav? He's like, no, we should take two of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I will. And that's, yeah, that's, I, I, that's
0: some of the fun of it. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, and my, it's like, it's weird because my, I, my gamer ADD, I've stuck with the same army now for
1: quite a while, over uh, a year and a half. Yeah. I
0: mean, I've been bef- since before the book came out last, you know, in January mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been, yeah, I mean, since eight, right after April of uh, Adepticon, so I've been a year, year and a half. I've been playing these. Exclusively. Ex- wow. Sticking with them, playing them. And I still haven't tried all the different builds. There's, well, there's still so stuff I want to do. That's I know. That's the beauty of it. it's it's That's, I can understand why someone takes one army and just plays it to death for sure. years. Because... I haven't even done everything yet. Mm. I mean, there's still stuff I want to do, and I, w- I still want to play some really big point games. You're just throwing kitchen sink and all those toys and see what happens. Five, it comes six up. thousand yeah, point exactly, games. Exactly. yeah, exactly, exactly. We should. I'm, I'm up for that. We should do that. Absolutely. We got after we get the campaign game the two campaign and three finished in, up, Absolutely, which we haven't forgotten, folks. It's just we have. You and I haven't had get a chance to play a game with each other, but we should. All right, so what's next? What else have you been building or working on?
1: Uh, that's about it. Just kind of prepping for Merry Mayhem, getting things, you know, all the bases the same color, that sort of maintenance type stuff. Okay. Getting that all together. That's about it. So what's your commitment for next show? Anything? Ooh. The next show, that's in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I would say... I, I can't and this make will be a, a
0: short one because this, this
1: show is due out in two days. Right. So the next show's is actually due out in 17 days. We'll probably be recording in a week and a half. It's hard for me to commit because of right now the way I'm working there's about 10 different things i need to do and i'll shift gears Commit to one so that if you can. i'm just i'm i'm gonna, i'm going to finish up what i missed i'm going to get the
0: primer on the models that's my commitment mm. get that primer on like i said i would in the okay. next week or so and maybe um you know try to get try to get a little more painting time in i'm just going to go for a little more painting time okay and not an exact quantity cuz I, I just i'm
1: going to have i'm going to go for having the two characters on wolves done Cool. Because I think those will be instrumental in my gameplay going forward.
0: Cool. How are th- the ones on the chariots, the ones that you were working on yeah. last time?
1: Are they done or are uh, they... No, are they I, I did prime two of them last night. Okay. So I'm going to try to get those ready for Merry for Mary Mayhem. Um, if I don't have time to finish those, I'm going to use my standard stock chariots. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. All right. What's next? Oh, how did you finish the second book yet? No, I'm still reading False Gods. Now... It's funny because uh, I don't know if you listen to uh, the latest Skull Bros. Awesome. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they're kind of lambasted.
0: They're they're well, they're not big fans of the of Black the Library. fiction.
1: Yeah, I mean, not everybody is. You know, I yeah, that's the first time I'd heard of that. I, usually, when people have read it, they usually you know sing praises for it. I did love Rotor's description. Hey, <laughs> I'm too sweet. No, man, I'm too sweet. Right. let's fight.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was awesome. There is more than that to it, though. But I mean, I understand what he's saying because they are. They're not really human and they don't have. Mm. They don't have, like, they're, you don't have the romance things come into sure. it. You don't have all right. that. You
1: just have. It's not a well rounded.
0: They're not well rounded right. people. So they are very. I mean, I, I heard on a different show someone called it bolter porn. <laughs> it's just lots and lots of guns and killing weapons and shooting and, and weapons sure. and.
1: Yeah. testosterone. Yeah.
0: If you like that sort of thing, though, it's a hell of a lot of fun,
1: you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, it was so, it, it, it. It right now is getting to the point where it's slowed down a little bit. Uh huh. But it's okay, starting yeah, to pick up a little bit again.
0: Yeah, they get that lull in the
1: battles, then it then it's gonna yeah all converge again. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll stick with it. I'll definitely try to you know I'll power through the original trilogy mm-hmm. and then go from there.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I'm actually still. I did finish. Um, I finished. Uh, what was it called? Whatever the hell I was reading. Thousand Suns. Thousand Suns is amazing. I, I loved it. it. I really loved it. Um, I just watching Magnus and all the stupid things he did going, wow, mm-hmm. damn. And then how it. It was just cool. And it really made me want to read Prospero Burns, but I'm re- going to keep them in order. Mm-hmm. And uh, just seeing at some other space marines watching the Space Wolves fight and how they fight and how they are, mm-hmm. I can totally see. I mean, that's the danger of reading. Every time you read one of these books, you're like, oh, I could totally build one of those armies. Oh, like, every I, oh I know. it. Yeah. And I'm reading I'm reading Thousand Sons. I'm like, wow, Thousand Sons are cool. I'd like to play them. And then the space will show up. And I'm like, oh, but not as much as I'd like to play <laughs> them. That's awesome.
1: That's where the bolter porn gets you. Oh, I could play that army.
0: No, that army. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so now I'm reading Nemesis, which is just so different from... The other Horus Heresy books, um, they're trying to assassinate Horus before he gets to Earth. Oh, so the interesting. Uh, like the 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 Emperor's assassination team, the ones that don't actually tell him anything because it's really assassination is sort of frowned on. Sure, and he sort of he kind of know. sanctions it, yeah. but what he does. Well, so they've been sending out person after person, and they keep failing. They keep getting caught and getting killed. Mm. So now each of the different like assassination clans. Is sending their best man in and putting them as a
1: team. Oh, I see. So it's collaborative. Yeah, and
0: so you've got like the the sharpshooter guy, the the technology information guy, the, the shapeshifter specialist. Guy. The the they have one guy who apparently they have assassins who they just freeze them,
2: hmm.
0: and they're like they're like picture the Hulk. They're okay. like these big steroided out super massive guys who have been conditioned mentally and physically to when they're not holding a weapon when they're not on the attack, they are unhappy and they're actually in in small bits of, they can be physically uncomfortable. Hmm. And fighting and killing releases endorphins and so they're like, they're, they're, they're,
1: they're at home.
0: They actually have to, fighting. They actually freeze them. Hmm pump in electronically into their brains the information for the next job and basically unfreeze them and let them. It's like the Tasmanian devil. Oh, I see. You open a box and you just point it in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's also, I mean, it's cool. It's moving a little slow, but it's cool. The next is the first heretic, which shows how the word bears fell, which I heard is excellent. Hmm. And then I get to Prespero Burns. I'm so looking forward to that. (laughs) Not Prespero. Yeah. Prespero Burns. I'm looking forward to that, but that's what I've been reading. Cool. Um, I did get Emil Vermulen wrote a, a book. Our friend Emil called Lover I believe it's Lover Boy. Yeah. Uh, I th- think it's available on Amazon, but it's only it's like only it's a it's a download only. It's not have, like a hard copy. He sent me a copy of it, and it's on my list of things to okay. read. Um, but he asked if we would at least talk about it. I I, I did get it. Uh, I downloaded. I was going to print it out, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a lot of pages. I'm not printing that." How many home. pages
1: is it? I think it was like 300 when I looked at the PDF. Is that something that you can forward to me? Sure. So I'd be happy to I mean, meal, yeah. try it. Yeah, um,
0: And then, and I don't have them, with, hand me those two right over there. Yeah. Um, this is from one of our listeners who sent uh, uh, William uh, Latoria, who got his book, The Jade Mage, that's a, I don't know if it's a, I honestly don't know if it's a trilogy or just a two-party yet, because I haven't got no, to born. read it. Uh, actually, yeah, it's Volume 1 and Volume... Oh, the, the Becoming, Volume 1 and Volume 2. So this is Book 1 in two volumes. Huh. So it's almost like The Hobbit, or like The Lord of the Rings, where one book is two parts. Sure. So he sent me The Becoming, Volumes 1 and Volume 2, asked me to give it a read and tell him what I think of it. And this one's in the list as well. Uh, the Jade Mage. Hmm. So um, if anyone's looking for some interesting... It's a story of Tartum, a young man seeking to learn the ways of magic. At 16 years old, he knows only rudimentary spells, mostly for performing work, none for the power he seeks. He seeks more power and responsibility from his mentor. Follow along the beginning of his incredible journey as he discovers his fate. So, hmm. so okay. the
1: beginning's a level four, level one, level one magic wizard. user, yeah. right?
0: So it's called the Jade Mage, and he sent it and asked if... Uh, we would give it a read and like I said the the list people now, people lots of people are trying to send us books well you read them what well, they do you definitely
1: read a lot so. yeah,
0: so I'm, they're in the list, but it's like i got I gotta get to them, but at least I figured we'd give them a mention mm-hmm. they sent us a book um you know it got published, so yep. might as well give it a shot yeah, right absolutely um and then I guess for my non gaming or non Warhammer mm-hmm. games. Uh, since the last show, I got in three more games of our blood bowl season. Okay, I went from three and zero to three, three wins, n- no draws, and two losses. Ooh, the necromantic team just whoop! My sorry, hide. Uh, I lost it three to one the first game, and I guy scored that one on the last turn of the game. Oh man, um, I just had no idea werewolves move so fast, and they have mighty blow and claw. I was having guys get put in a hospital, guys die. I was like, Ooh. I'm not used to this. That's my that's your team. I'm stick. the bash team. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? So the next week I sat there. Okay. And I, I, I looked at his team. I figured out what he was doing. Because mm-hmm. we wound up the way the schedule went. We wanted to play the same team two weeks in a row. Hmm. And so I'm playing him again. I'm like, okay, now I'm ready for it. Turn one, he throws down a fireball to get the guy who's trying to hold the ball. Yeah. Boom. Kills one of my warriors. Like, turn one. Ouch. And it's like my best one after the one that got killed two games ago. So I'm like, oh, no, I got to apothecary that on turn one good. ahead. And now, uh, on, on, on Game 3, Yogg-Sothoth, one of my Chaos Warriors, was killed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yogg-Sothoth Jr., <laughs> uh, well, I saved one of my other Warriors, like I said, from that first turn kill. yeah hmm Yeah, turn 15, Yogg-Sothoth Jr. took a dirt nap. So, uh, Yogg-Sothoth third <laughs> showed up this week. He's <laughs> turning him out, huh? Oh, man, he's the one guy who keeps dying on my team. I did... Uh, even if I bought him, I was going to be down a warrior because one was missing a game. Mm-hmm. So I bought a replacement. And I still only had three, and I had a lot of money in the bank. So I bought a Minotaur. Oh, never played up some muscle, huh? Never played with a Minotaur hmm. on Blood Bowl because they've got that loner and wild animal. Right. So wild animal, unless he's blocking or blitzing, he he rolls a dice and on a. It, it, you got to roll a four up to actually have him do what you want him to do. Right. If he's blocking or blitzing, you get to add two to the roll. So he needs a two up. So, but and if you fail,
1: he, he just, he just do doesn't anything? do anything.
0: You get wild. Emily stands there and looks uh-huh. at the stars. Uh, the problem is also got loner. So if you go for the reroll, anything with a with a loner. So I say okay, reroll. All right, roll the dice on a four up. You 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 use the reroll and reroll the dice. On a one through three, you burn the reroll and don't reroll the dice. Oh, ice. that's risky. So, oh, it's just, it's a nightmare. But man, when he hits you, I'm he sure he freaking hits you. He did, he did three casualties his first game, three red crosses, Oof. earned himself six star player points, got a first level up after one game. So now he's got Mighty Blow. And I said, screw it, I'll give him claws then. Nice, so now he's, yeah. gonna, he's a killer. He's been playing this for a year and a half never took a minotaur because I didn't want to have that wild animal and loner thing come into play high
1: risk high reward there oh
0: then the reward was something <laughs> that's a freaking and I was playing against um I was playing against uh Glenn and uh uh he he was he was a champ about it you know he because uh, that that game uh you know he he played me two games and he whooped me whoop me whoop me but then I came back and I played Ian King with that first that first uh that first game with the Playing against the pro elves. Uh, uh with, and I, they just I just I was clearing the pitch on him. I felt a little oh, really? I felt kinda uh, bad on him. I mean I was really killing those guys. He played a good game, it was it was really tooth and nail. I was like I wanted to be a He, I he think played
1: your game, like the physical Well no, that he was That was this. the
0: was the necromantic team, but with the elves he tried he got he tried to get a little he tried to get just to get the ball. Right. But I really, they more of a they're
1: a passing team typically, right? Yeah,
0: but yeah. getting the ball and getting past my guys and my guys are just smashing. Right, so right, right, Ian was playing. I was, I think it was two to one. I won that one, but it was uh, a lot of casualties on his own. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was pretty pretty stupid brutal. Hmm. So I like the Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else? What did you uh, do? You do any other gaming other than um,
1: nothing? You know. A lot of gaming with the kids, you know, playing Topple and stuff like that. I forget how fun Topple is. (laughs) It is fun. Um, Been watching some stuff. uh, What what have you been watching? You know, do you watch uh, Walking Dead?
0: Okay, I saw part of the first season, and then, like, Heather went, and I don't know what she was doing, but she accidentally, like, unset it to record. So, like, I missed it, and that's one of those things I've never really gotten caught up on. My Uh brother-in-law just gave me the first season on DVD. He's like, listen... And I know I know I like what
1: I saw right.
0: but I'm 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 like at
1: least a season behind sure, at this point. Sure, sure. Well, it is, you know, it's a zombie apocalyptic yep. show. The zombies walk. They don't run, which I know you're big on. Oh, I know they do. I used to, I read, I've read the comic. I love the oh, comic. Oh, you read the comic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's bleak. It's dark. It is totally bleak. At some points I'm like, man, can I keep on watching this show cuz it is so bleak. It's depressing. It
0: it picks up a little bit, but I mean, I like they didn't they didn't they don't try to sugarcoat it. They're like if the world's not ready for this, we're going to go right to the brink. People are going to be all for themselves. And it's like, yes, I believe in humanity. But when you're fighting these undead really, yeah, you're really monsters pushed to the limits. who's going to survive those things? Survivalists, people who have trained to survive with their weapons mm-hmm. and the things that go and like just badass biker gangs and stuff well, like that. People, people who know who,
1: how to exploit other people and do, right? know how to fight and get yeah.
0: what they need and move along. It, it, you know, the Salvation Army ain't going to be wandering around during this, <laughs> right. you know, helping you out. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's it it is pretty it's nasty.
1: It's it's enjoyable. It's amazingly well made, though. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> a- a- AMC has got creators. some good, so some good shows. So yeah, I've been watching that. Also been watching Boardwalk Empire on HBO. I'm oh, really enjoying it. That, that was a cool that?
0: show. I've seen a couple episodes of that too. It's, it's, I don't have time for another series to commit right. to. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll see it's on. I just I just love to watch it. I don't even know what's that's going on. Talk about a show
1: that's well-made. Oh, yeah. You know, good production quality. Like, attention to the smallest detail. Music and... It's... Yeah, it's really HBO's... Good. If you like the show or don't like the show,
0: just about everything they put out... Is and quality. It's got some quality to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's about it for me in terms of watching. I went... I actually went to the movies. Last weekend, I was just like... I went out, and a friend of mine wanted to go see Paranormal Activity when it came out, and I couldn't go. Mm. So last Thursday, we went to go see Paranormal 4. Mm-hmm. Um, no spoiler alerts here, because it would be hard to be a spoiler alert. Did you see the preview for Paranormal 4? Yeah. The girl's got the video, and she looks out the window, and the little weird boy's just standing there. there mm-hmm. And she turns back, and then the lights start flashing on and off. Right. That is not in the movie. They, not not they, one second of that. Either they filmed it and didn't use it. Or well, they just or made they that for the commercial. filmed it for the co- It was not in the movie. Hmm. And uh, as a person who, I actually, the first one I saw was part three. And I loved three. I went back okay. and watched one and two. One's okay. Two's better because it explains one a little more. Okay. Three is even cooler. You know, part one is the two people. The lady's being bothered by a ghost her whole life. Right. It's, now it's bugging her and her boyfriend. That's part one. The ending's a little weird. Part two actually backs up six months and goes to her sister's house and sees what happens there. And it explains what happens. It explains what happened in the first movie even better. Okay. Go ahead. The third movie is when those two girls were eight and they first were bothered by this ghost. So that kind of explains that part of the story a little better. This one goes ahead a few years to the end of part one. And it's like, you're going to get some answers to your questions.
1: Liars. No answers.
0: Liars. Not only no answers, but more questions. And it was just like, and it was cool, and it was creepy. And there was some really great, that, that, that the creepy kind of weird stuff sure. you, you expect from a paranormal activity movie. And then the last like five ten minutes of the movie, you're sitting there going, "Holy crap! Are you all that stupid?" Uh. And then and then it ends. And you're like, "Wait, what? What?"
1: Well, you have I, to go I see know, Paranormal Activity Five. I guess so. And six.
0: Uh, and then Friday. Um. Heather was supposed to go and do something with Claudia, but she got home from work and she was kind of tired, not feeling well. So she had to cancel. And Claudia is the person I always go to the movies with. Mm-hmm. So Claudia's like, well, if Heather's not doing anything, why don't we go see The Man with the Iron Fist? So we went to go see The Man with the Iron Fist. <laughs> what is that? I hadn't heard of that. Oh, you haven't seen that? Produced by Tarantino. Written and directed oh, by RZA. Oh, I have heard of this.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard of this.
0: This is, if you watch old 70s Chopsaki flicks mm-hmm. like shaolin master killer you know the ones that start off and they've they're they've got the bad music in the beginning and yep. the opening credits are the guys doing their katas sure, and it's just sure. that it's that movie just done new like with you nice. know so the effects are like over the top kill bill bloody right um RZA's not the greatest actor in the world mm-hmm. but and he cast himself in one of the main roles but he he knew how to write an action an action flick like that and it's it is it's over the top violent people are beating each other up left and right if you like old Japanese action films Mm -hmm. he just he made one he made Hmm. an old weird bizarre sort
1: of I see like images of Kill Bill kind of popping in my head images of
0: that but it's like all the all the stuff you remember if you I used to watch a lot of the old the martial martial arts films yeah I mean, the guys with just the bizarre, weird, like large manes of hair, mm-hmm. the different gangs with the different things. He took all these from all these movies mm-hmm. and just put them in this. So it's like every little detail, you can see it's like from these mm-hmm. old flicks. He really did it well. Even the, the ho- storyline to, yeah, to the genre. It was, cool. it was so much fun. Um, and I introduced Harrison to James Bond. What did he think? Well, I mean, I'm freaking out about Skyfall, and he's like, eh, "What's so good about James Bond?" And I'm like, "Okay, I could show him some of the old movies, but he's really just going to be interested in." I think that will turn him off because <laughs> they're good, and if you know James Bond, they're, they're good movies. But they for are for the s- time they were good. A little slow now by our standards, they're slow. They're still good. Those, you know, Goldfinger's good. Doctor No is still good. Uh, some but of the a couple generations removed, watching those movies, I don't think they have the same impact. Yeah. Exactly, they're dated. But they're not; they're still good. So I'm like, well, why don't we watch Casino Royale? And he didn't want to watch it. He would put up a fit. I'm like, you shut up! I'm for watching. Him, this. If you don't like sit it, go down to for bed. two hours. So. he sat down like 20 minutes into it. His book was on the side. His eye touch was off on the side, and no. he was just riveted to the screen. Hmm. James Bond, you know, from the uh, Casino. You know, he's going into cardiac arrest. He's got to shock mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And Harrison was just like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, think that was th- he. Loved it. He cannot. He's like, Dad. Do we have the next movie, Quantum? Uh, of Sol- I think I, I think I own Quantum of Solace. I got to check. He's like Will you take me to see Skyfall? I'm like, uh, he's like,
1: <laughs> and well, you know, it'd be interesting after that one. Then show him one of the, you know, the older ones, Shot Connery or Roger Moore versions. You know, for the, thinks.
0: I think for the sake of, watch, he may just watch them for the sake of saying he's seen them because he's got sure. that sort of that OCD kind of like his old men. Exactly. Yeah. So all right, it is definitely time for another break. And uh, when we get back, uh, we will talk about the
1: Sounds good. Hey Dave, I'm looking for a place to play some Warhammer family games, board games. You mean unmatched
0: awards and adventure?
1: Sure. A uh, place with collectible and trading card games, RPGs, unusual You gems.
0: mean unparalleled offerings and fun?
1: Okay. And it'd be great if they had books, candles, and collectibles, too.
0: Particular presents and playtime? You're looking for unique gifts and games!
1: Okay, but... Uh, Located
0: in historic downtown Lake, Illinois... UGG caters to gamers of all types. Okay, but miniature but games, board games, card games, yeah. Doctor Who, all right? But things supernatural. I understand. It's all here. Okay, but with listen, frequently scheduled events, open gaming, a clean and friendly atmosphere. Okay, stop by UGG or or, or visit yep. them online at uniquegg.com. You could have just told me about unique gifts and games. Individualized endowments and festivities, essential awards and diversions,
1: one-of-a-kind presents, and happy fun time. All right, that's enough. We are back. Yes. You ready to talk to Method Ready to talk FAQs? Let's do it.
0: Um, okay, everybody's been talking FAQs, yeah. so you know you've heard this, you've heard, but everyone has said the same thing. Well, we're not going to spend our time covering all the FAQs because we're just going to hit the important ones. Mm-hmm. But I think, in a way, and I, I mean, some of them are pretty obvious. Like I was kind of laughing at some of them. Like, really, you? Someone asked that, and you, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, I think at least hitting down on them quickly. Just, I mean, you never know who's playing that army and might think that's important. Sure. So um, I organized this in a different way. I took out the big red book, Mm -hmm. the Empire and the VC FAQs. I went through all the other ones first. Yeah. And a lot of them only have one or two. So I just, I shorthanded them here. Sure. Figured, you know, if you're playing this army, this may affect you. Um, And I went alphabetical. So you want to just. Alphabetical. Okay. Kind of follow along here. Sure. Beastmen had one new bit in their FAQ. It was a question, if the giant rolls thump with club, is it 2d6 wounds or is it one wound with the multiple wounds 2d6 six Special roll? So is he hitting one guy and right. if he wounds him, he does 2d6 wounds or is it... 2d6 wounds. And they said it is 2d6 wounds spread across the unit. That must be a, a problem with the way that is worded in the Beastman book. It must be, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't play with the giant, so I don't know if that's how you guys have been playing it. I've always done it uh, multiple. 2d6 of wounds yeah 2d6 wounds so um because that actually damn, that seems like kind of a that seems like a
1: good thing to roll that <laughs> seems like actually, kind thump of a with, lot uh yeah that's right 2d6 wounds yeah. yeah that's the thing that i took out christopher's uh engine with whatever that train thing the chaos Dwarf train is that is it's that what a, they call it an initiative so test and if you fail it then you get hit with the 2d6 wounds
0: oh okay is that thump with club too because i thought there was a different chart for infantry and for the big stuff
1: I think that is Thump with Club. That's okay. for the big
0: stuff. Okay. So it's two DC... De- oh, so it's two DC... De- two two six wounds. yeah. Okay, so it's not one... Okay, yeah. I see. I, I can see why someone might ask it, you know, based on... Yeah. The, depending on the wording in the Beastman book. Um, okay, so what's next? Bretts. Mm-hmm. They only had um, one, really, and it was... How do you calculate range for the impetuous rule for Knight's Errant? They have impetuous, which is basically like frenzy, except they don't get the extra attack.
1: So you just measure, and if they're in range, that's they, they said Basically, yeah, if you're right. within range. Well, you, I don't understand why that would be a question.
0: I wasn't certain either, but they were just trying to figure out how you do it because, you know, hmm. I mean, there's there's a bunch of... When we get into the Big Red Book, I mean, people... Can I take more than one of a specific magic item in my army? Like, really? Two years? Right. Almost right. three... Two and a half years into it? that You're
1: asking Yeah, hey, I got
0: two dispel scrolls. I mean, I, I, that's the type of stuff that I saw and said, really? Like, I was just shocked that anyone would... Ask that, but I'm not making
1: fun. <laughs> I ask weird questions too. Maybe they gauge it on how frequently it's asked versus uh, Maybe the validity that is of the question. Exactly. Tons
0: of people are asking us to put it up there and get right. them to shut
1: up. <laughs> right. so, uh, so Demons of Chaos has one.
0: And that's a that's an amendment. That's the it's in the amendments, not even in the questions. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh apparently when they put out the the demons thing that we reviewed the, the, the for the white dwarf, yep. they had the uh, ballistic seal list as three for flamers and they are ballistic seal four. They are four. So that's actually better. Yeah, absolutely. So the Flamers are ballistic still four. So bring out your Flamers back, people who are... Yeah, leaving. light them up. Yep. Uh, Dark Elves had one, and it was a question about Hellebron. If she accompanies the Cauldron of Blood, does she replace the Death Hag? And if she does, does she become an additional crew member? And the answer is yes to both.
1: That's such a specific Circumstance, isn't it?
0: Well, I mean, you can take her and have her have the Cauldron of Blood. You can, She can, you know... Sure. She's a special character to go with it. Um, And I'm guessing because the Cauldron is like a chariot and she's on the Cauldron. She's considered an additional crew member. um, I'm I'm wondering, does that change any other rules? Like, I mean, because it is such a specific question. Other rules in what sense? Well, I mean, she becomes a rider on a chariot. So I know if someone hits that with a template or something,
1: they might hit them both. Or something like that, because don't templates hit everything? Well, if she, sh- if someone shoots a cannon at a chariot, uh-huh. you take the, you do it against the toughness and wound value of the chariot itself. Okay. So You could destroy the chariot. She could, she would then end up on, on foot. Okay. That's how that would work. All right. So it wouldn't affect her that much. She's a separate entity. So
0: I, I saw it because it was such a specific question. I'm not certain if it made any. And if anyone hears this, and note, just go, please uh, on the forums under the show thread. Um, if if you're hearing this and thinking, oh, that would change X,
1: Y, or Z. Right. Or, or for incorrect in any of our interpretations, yeah, yeah, please Lord let us know. As I often am. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, one for the dwarves, if anyone cares. I do. Go ahead. <laughs> if a unit deployed using the Scout Special Rule is targeted by the Rune of Oath and Honor on the first turn of the game, can they use this to declare a charge on their first turn? Answer, no.
0: Yeah. Basically, if you're scouting, you can't charge in the first turn. Right, and that's one of the anvil things that lets you move forward. And if you hit someone, is considered a
1: charge. The you are an- like the no. anvil thing, the cheesy anvil thing. Oh, shut up! So next is high elves, which have high elves gone.
0: had not uh, not at nothing. They're they're fine
1: the way they're they perfect. are. Yeah, right? they're perfect. We'll circle back to okay, this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's, let's so, take <laughs> I'm that later. the lizard man. Don't you don't get me started. <laughs> All
0: right. Now I like this one because I remember this was a question for bits. I remember we were kind of going over this the first uh, bits. this had to
1: do with the um two king uh yeah, whatever that thing is.
0: Yeah, because it said you roll a specific amount of dice and you're like, well then do you well now they said, when a unit with cold blooded is required to add or subtract additional dice from a leadership test, how does this work with the cold blooded? And says, well, you do the test on however many dice would normally be taken, plus the extra dice for cold-blooded and remove the highest. So basically, no matter what it tells you, if it tells you take a day break test on three dice and remove the lowest, mm-hmm. cold-blooded, then you take it on four dice and remove the lowest and the highest. Right. You always add one. Always, right. always add one in and remove the highest. Interesting. So... If that that is that makes it even more useful because if you have other spells or things that yeah. mess up that test, they're always they always get that
1: right. And it should be. I mean, they're they're cold blooded yeah. always exactly.
0: So. Uh, and then can you stomp or thunder stomp a uh, skink crocs combo unit skinks with the crocs gores in them?
1: Answer no, because you can only thunder stomp infantry, and that's a unique. Now is that unit. a. Uh a carryover from a, uh, an older update that they did because I could have sworn I heard Dan Heelan. I could have sworn I
0: read this too, but I printed out all the. I mean, as soon as this came out, I went upstairs and went through each one and printed them all out. Okay, and this was and in magenta. This was in magenta. Now, let uh, I didn't think about this. I have if I have a gripe about their FAQs, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the content. If you click on the FAQs, it says like at the end of the FAQ when it was last updated. Sure. Some of these just haven't been updated, so right. that's the, still the same old magenta, yep. which is why you don't need to touch on everything. But I don't remember all of these things. It's <laughs> worth going over, in my opinion. But remember when they used to have it listed up there, the FAQs, and it said when it like they never the, list the date of it. They never list all yeah. the updates. Like yep. it never says it properly. So these might have been older updates. But is it? I mean, it, shut up and listen. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> It's, you know, I mean, it's always, I think it's always, I mean, how many, sh- I mean, Curry does, you know, the uh, an episode where he talks about, you know, he pulls out a weapon nobody thought about, you know, right, no one's talking about. Right. Um, Andy's got his, Andy's, where well, he goes over the rules. Andy's rants. Yeah, what, like yeah that. whatever. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, the thing he did when he did that whole one about the war machines, mm-hmm. how you don't close the door as soon as you come in contact, that's right. the Dude, I never realized that. Yeah, well, it doesn't have a base. Right, yeah. exactly. And so you're reading it and you're like, okay, and it's like, Maybe someone missed one of these, so I figured it's worth it just to, be. just to hit them. You know,
1: my war machines are on square bases. Am I putting myself at a disadvantage? A little know. bit. You might be.
0: I mean, you put them all on bases. Oh, you don't have to be at a disadvantage. Although you've defined a slightly bigger area than the actual right. model, right? But as soon as they come in contact, they don't close the door. So right. that that you just got to make sure you don't do. Mm-hmm. I guess. All right, uh, the orcs and goblins. Oh well, ogre kingdoms. They're perfect. Ogre kingdoms have no... yes, they're perfect. They have no <laughs> updates. Um. Now, was this out before, this one, with the Nasty Skulkers? The the Skulkers one may be new. Can they displace anything other than rank and file models to make space for them once they're revealed? It says no. And that was actually in black. And then this was in in huh. magenta after it. So I think they added they a, added a, added a disclaimer. They, they will then be able to make way if they're not in base contact with the enemy. So, like, if you have a unit with a lot of characters... You know, so they right. they can't displace the characters to get to it. They can only displace rank, rank and file. And if file that keeps there. them out of combat, they can, they can they can make way. They can move their way down. If they're but, legally able to. Yeah, if they're legally able to. So. Interesting. Um, and then the other one was... Uh,
1: Does killing the Goblin Great Shaman on an Arachnorok cause a monster reaction for the Arachnorok?
0: And they said no because they got to still the crew that's driving it still. And then you said these other questions with the Manglers and stuff was was already there. Yeah, Manglers
1: and Fanatics, uh, their movement rules are all crazy. Uh, These are a holdover from the the previous update.
0: Yeah, and then I don't know if they updated Skaven or not. I thought they updated some of it because I thought Brad might have been saying something about how um, some of their new rules worked out well for him. Okay. Uh, there was a couple of cool things in here, I thought. Ringing the bell. This I thought was interesting, a couple of these things. Uh, you ring the the bell, and uh, when the results are 11 or 12, now the rule reads, all models on the battlefield with toughness 7 or more immediately take a wound with multiple wounds D3.
1: What was it before? They just took a wound?
0: I don't, I'm not certain what it was before. Huh. But someone asked a question about it, which I found interesting, which we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, let's see. The the poison wind globedears they explained more as if anyone takes them. The giselle has got its profile updated. Uh, then a bunch of questions about strength and numbers, which was older stuff. I thought about disruption. Mm-hmm. If they're disrupted, can they use their ranks for their strength and numbers bonus? No, they can't. Huh. They can't. Uh, is the leadership bonus from strength and numbers limited to three? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you use a warp block pistol, all your attacks are considered magical. Well, you can take two... This is one of those questions. They said, if I take two Vermin Lords, can I take two Vermin Lords? And if so, do they both get that magical weapon because you only have one? Right. And they're like, well, yeah, if it's automatically equipped with him, then... Then you can. Everyone would have it, obviously. Sure. You know, he goes, it's just stuff that you have to pick special. You can't pick more than one. Uh, But here's a good question. If... uh, No, that's not it. That's the rock lover. Here we go. If a unit has its toughness increased to seven or more... Does the deafening peels hit every model in the unit Ooh. and are saves uh, against wounds caused by these hits? Yes. Every model is hit. So, yes. So, it says in the game, every model that is toughness seven or more takes right. a strength, uh, right, hit. Well right, do three. So, when you have a toughness three guy and you do... Flesh to stone. Flesh to stone plus four because you have thrown the right. vines off. They're toughness seven. Yeah. That bell rings and you roll an 11 or 12 for the bell ringing. Every one of them.
1: And if you have characters, they take D3.
0: Yeah, yeah well because everyone yeah. takes you yeah, through yeah, single right, one doesn't right. matter so they all take uh yeah now you do get a you get saves
1: you do get a save okay. it
0: says our saves allowed against these wounds caused by these hits so yeah
1: huh so
0: that's just that is, hmm, that's that's situational it's, but yeah it's, you know but if if Skaven if, if, if are playing against someone who does have who is flesh playing to stone, playing to stone they're, yeah. they're making stuff tougher. You, you know, and I think that's a good thing because, you know, especially with the screaming bell and all the double grace ears and the Jesus. Right. The, the Skaven sometimes come up short in the tools that they have to defeat these high toughness things. So I think this is really good and important <laughs> So they role. need a little
1: extra. <laughs> God. You know,
0: Skaven often come up short, as we find. And, uh, yeah, so they're a weak
1: army. Oh, man.
0: Oh, we forgot to talk about our two games. Maybe we should do that after we cover the FAQs. Yeah, absolutely. Because I play the Skaven, and they still suck. Yeah, they do. God, they annoy the hell out of my army. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Anything else on Skaven there? It's interesting. um, Can a unit of Nightrunners that make a slinking advance declare a charge the first turn of the game? And they said yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So, it, it, that's kind of like skirmishers, but not quite. They just kind of pop up
1: somewhere. Uh, it's almost like a vanguard. And then they still get to charge. Right.
0: Well, that's good, because yeah, they don't have a lot. The, the movement is a difficulty with the Skaven.
1: Right. Well, you know, so, you, no one ever ran those, that unit. That's high runners. Except for Chris Walker. <laughs> yeah. He had a couple units when we played uh. it.
0: Uh, And then, like I said, there was like 19 of these. There's this blah, 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 blah. Skaven, Skaven, Skaven. Okay. Nothing else in there that really excites me. Oh, I did like this one. If an infernal bomb is placed in a building, uh, will a unit inside the building take D6 strength 10 hits with the multiple wounds D3 special rule if the bomb explodes? And it said yes. Wow. Because it's a template bomb. So their strength 10 hits. But you're doing D6 of them at multiple wounds to D3. So that thing is awesome. But that might have already been there, too. So um,
1: we're on to Tomb Kings. This is one that was actually... Yeah, the amendment to the Entomb Beneath the Sands is pretty big.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... Okay, I don't know how big it
1: is in well, terms it's of... It's big because players before, would we didn't have the option... We're not taking those... Because they were always at risk of never showing up. Right. But now... Which you're
0: always at risk of that. If you've got miners, anything that comes up from the ground, you run the risk of them right. not showing but, but up. But
1: now you don't have to run that risk if you don't want to. You it can just deploy them normally. On the board. And they're on the board. Right. You exactly. Know? And then you, you, get, you get the benefit of using them as chaff or redirectors or whatever. Yeah. So, I
0: mean, I don't know how much it's going to change the game.
1: It's a little bit of a boost for Tube King players. It is
0: a boost. And it's cool. And, uh, you know... You could be a conspiracy theorist and say this is a boost because they need a boost. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, they need the boost because they need the boost.
0: Um, but I think it's cool because I think I don't know how much it's going to change the overall meta and how people play the Tomb Kings. I think that models people didn't take, like you said, because they were worried. And then they show up and then they're kind of exposed and they can get killed easily. Or they
1: don't show up at all.
0: Being able to no. deploy them just with Normally, the army yeah. uh,
1: tomb scorpions in that regard become much more useful
0: yeah it, I like that they took models that nobody was using and were able to make them options again right um, can the tomb king be the hierophant if he's got a wizard a hat no <laughs> <laughs> it's like the tomb kings don't, can't take him seriously you know, a, well, because you're not, I mean, if you read the fluff, there's the tomb kings and the hierophants, and that's mm. Nagash. Right. His older brother, he was the older one, he became the hierophant, because the oldest right. brother doesn't become king, he becomes the priest, because that's mm-hmm. actually a more important position. And then the other ones. So you say, I, hey look. I'm a wizard too. <laughs> I just, I'm just picturing like the slow older brother, and the slow <laughs> other brother. Hey everybody, I'm a wizard too. Put the head on the yee-ho.
1: He's got like the Mickey Mouse wizard yeah, with and the stars know, on it. And, you
0: know his brother, like Ahmed Potep, is just like, oh lord, <laughs> this guy. Please don't leave. Look at don't don't. Oh, don't, don't look! He's gonna come! On. Oh, you right. look! He's coming over here. <laughs> oh, why'd you look at him? I told you. Hey, but you had the cool. You get my wizard hat. All
1: right, you could do some fireballs. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tr-
0: those are what do you call those? Those are called Kemrian problems, right? <laughs> my my stupid two king brother and his wizarding hat. <laughs> uh, uh, you have to pick the higher friend when you write up the army list. You can't just decide who he's gonna be
1: when you show up to the table. Okay.
0: Which I guess makes a difference. Uh, yeah, you have to I don't play it. Just enough. like
1: you have to choose a lore, right? Yep, same idea.
0: Um, if the Tomb King's got Fencer's blades, then does his "My Will Be Done" become ten? This is you know because it, th- it transfers it to the unities in his right. weapon skill. So does it, does is, the, is suddenly the whole unit weapon skill
1: ten? Now that would be kind of <laughs> that would be kind of cool too. You know, I wouldn't be against if. They ruled in favor of the two kings in that was in that one.
0: Well, and that was actually kind of funny because that that was the that's the old wizard that's the old uh, the weapon skill hat from the from the vampires. Right. Yeah. And he's like, if I've got this, and they're like, no, 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 it's your unmodified. Hmm. There's still weapon skill six. That's still good enough. Sure. Um, because God, you can put that throwing speed of light down at them. Oh, that'd be yeah, nasty. That'd be nasty. Um, this one, I don't know what this does really, so I'm not certain how big of a deal
1: this is. So, this is for the Kassar's Incantation of the Desert Wind. Yeah. If friendly unit is locked in close combat within 12 inches of that spell, does, that it, is the does it gain the effects of the Restless Dead lore attribute?
0: And that's where if you cast a spell off and uh, then the unit gets back uh, D3 plus 1
1: wounds. Is it? I thought that was where if you cast a spell, that attribute allows uh, those units to move. Oh, Oh. That, I, I, that's what it is.
0: I, I'm pretty sure I looked it up oh, before. Okay, I, came I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I meant to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, sorry.
1: No problem. It wasn't happening today. Um, but that is the, uh, the, the the attribute where they get to make a, a move.
0: Well, why would they think they could move if they're locked in combat? I'm not quite sure. Combat.
1: I'm not quite sure. Maybe you, you could reform. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't
0: know either. It seems like a weird – that was another one that seemed like an odd question. Um, This next one is nice. Yeah. Does the effect of the incantation of cursed blades apply to impact hits? And it's yes. Which means those impact hits would get killing blow. <laughs> that's that's sweet. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, so the tomb king's got a nice nice little boost, mm-hmm. kind of all around little things, uh, you know. Other than <laughs> Amin Ak stupid over there with his <laughs> right, visiting the hat wizarding hat. Come on, repeat the high band. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Come on, my high priests are laughing at me. Right. Oh, jeez. So that's, yeah. Let's see. Uh, two more, and then we're going to take a break. Uh, the Warriors of Chaos. Yeah. They had, uh, and I don't know how old this one is either, um, but I did like when I was looking at it, because also I spent more time paying attention to, you know. Your books. Rage. Well, just all of sure. them, you know. But uh, the Banner of Rage, if it's given to a unit of cavalry, the riders and the mounts get the extra extra attack.
1: The Banner of Rage. Yeah. So, the, it's, the that's Warriors. A, that's a Warriors of Chaos okay. banner. Right.
0: Um, they, uh, if you give it to a unit of cavalry, them and the... So, the mounts get the extra attack as well, which, because warriors have those ridiculously hard horses on top of them,
1: you know. Right. So, that's actually nice for them. So, that's that's above and beyond the benefits of Frenzy, because Frenzy does not give the mounts extra no. attacks.
0: No. But the Banner of Rage gives extra attack and it counts as both parts. Um. Zinch on a disc is not flying, calf. What? Okay, this question. I I was. This is one of those I thought we could just skip because I was like, really? Who? If a character has the Book of Secrets, which allows them to do wizardy stuff, can they take start taking magic items or gifts of chaos that are only for wizards or sorcerers? No. The book isn't the Book of Secrets that allows you to like steal their magic or something like that. Right, or do but something. but it doesn't
1: make you a wizard, right? Well, that was their casting.
0: question. Well, if I'm, but if it's doing this, it's, mag- uh, it's magic involved. Can I, no. It's kind of a reach. Exactly. And finally, the Wood Elves had one, and it was just, I think this was actually an old one. It's just clarifying the whole Eternal Guard fighting style. Okay. Uh, and that was set up for the Eternal Guard. That's the actual ranked up unit and core right. that nobody ever takes. Right. Um, they all look a little different. And basically, the rule is: no matter what the model looks like, no matter how it's equipped, because mm-hmm. they have a lot of the long poles, but they got the the blade on each end. Right. They count as having two hand weapons and a five up armor save. No matter what the model looks like, two hand weapons, style. five up armor save. Okay. That's their fighting style. Now you can take that with all the different elf kindred. They can take different. Uh, like you can make him a wild ride. You can make mm-hmm. your lord. You can put him in the wild rider kindred. The- there's an eternal guard kindred that they can join okay. for like ten right. points, and basically it gives them this. So if you buy one naked and give him this, he's got two hand weapons and a five up armor save. Okay, and that's just it. It is canceled if you take any magical armor or magical sure. weapons. Sure. But for that point, they're like, so there's no point buying a great weapon because you won't get the plus two strength, or because the- you, you you count as having two hand weapons and a five up armor save. Mm. So no matter what you do with it Interesting And that's everything that's old When we get back We will You want to start with the BRB? Sure And then we'll move towards the Empire And then we'll We'll, we'll
1: finish off with the VC I think sure. we should Because okay.
0: I got a couple of things to say about I that I know what you do
1: <laughs> Okay All right You've heard
0: him on the show. You've seen his work on our website. He's Brian Steele, owner of Urza's Den. That's right, folks, urzasden.com. Custom modeling, sculpting, and painting. You got a model you don't want to paint? Send it to Brian. You got an army you don't want to paint? Send it to Brian. You can't come up with an idea for a conversion? Give his ideas a try. Heck, you got an army list with models they don't even make? Brian's the man. Give him a call. Check him out at urzasden.com. You won't be sorry. Welcome back to the garage, you tools.
1: FAQs continued. So the FAQs
0: is continued. Uh, Big Red Book has a bunch of stuff. Uh, man. Let's see what we've got here. I've got them in front of me, and for full disclosure, folks, I totally. I just, for some reason, I got the communications screwed up, and I thought you had your own copy of them with you, so I didn't print out a second for you, well, so that's we're right. working off my one. I apologize. There are, I mean, there are a couple that stand out to me, you know. And if they're, if they're, if they're jokey, we'll just blow past them. I mean, sure. unless it's worth a laugh. Like, did you really ask that? Uh, Monstrous
1: calf. That's a big one.
0: Uh-huh. You, now you use not only the highest wounds, but the highest toughness. Did, did they really need that? Um, well, okay, it, it kind of made more sense. I never got why. If, the, if if the whole point is using the wounds from this bigger thing, because it's this, you got to kill this big thing, and it's protecting its rider, and it's a monster.
1: Yeah, I guess it does make it, sense. It, it makes sense if you're view. taking
0: away its wounds, you'd be going against its toughness. I but mean,
1: monstrous Cav. that's already so good. I don't know if they need any help. It it is already so good um yeah.
0: i don't know i know there's certain people who's like well it only affects you know basically all the people who are bitching that demigriffs aren't good enough for some reason right. what's well, the, the one big complaint is it's toughness three everything else is higher t- it's kind of freaking one up, one armor, up armor save yep. i mean it, they're hard to kill unless you're hitting it really hard mm-hmm. and some people don't have that right you know enough of it when they take two or three units of it I've played against it and it's hard yeah it's tough so do they need to know um, the, the one of course th- turning the turning the unkillable elf lord from toughness 3 to toughness 4 yeah that definitely didn't need that it that didn't need to happen but of course they're going to get a new book and they're, that combination won't exist I mean yeah, I can't wait for that you know it's not gonna I mean you've seen what the last few books have done the thing that everybody get, takes, like five
1: magic items so, yeah the are like eh. <laughs>
0: well, I mean it's not even that so much as it, now consistently for five books, mm. your one pluses are ta- are know? gone, yes. yeah, come on, grow up, you don't need this anymore, right right, right. So try something different, you know, so you know that'll go away, yeah um what who else does it really affect? does it uh, fun I guess the what are mournfang are they toughness? I, I think they are. Okay. I think they're the same toughness as the rider, so I don't think that right. affects them. Um the juggernauts are pro- it's kinda of probably I think it affects, affects Tough their toughness yeah. five. That's yeah. Um that, oh, that is because yeah, that's because yeah, they when they were doing the when they were doing the report, they'd mm-hmm. obviously played the game before they sure. decided on it on the FAQ. Oh, because I see. Because in the okay. in the White Dwarf apparently they're there, the report does yeah it doesn't doesn't put it there so hmm. uh i don't know um i don't know i understand the rule it makes sense more
1: than some of the rules i've read yeah i don't know the, i think that's one of those things hey let's sell more demigriffs let's just make this little minor adjustment
0: if people are buying them I, yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know i mean it, it makes sense I mean, I, I always just assumed that was the way it was, and people were always correcting me that mm. no, that's not.
1: You right? Know? right. But I mean, Chris, now it is. Chris, recorded,
0: Chris corrected me when we were doing our initial thoughts on the Empire. I'm like, well, oh, are toughness for? Because like, not, nope, not the rider. Mm. Oh yeah, it's the highest wounds, not the highest toughness. It, it to me, it always seemed like that's how it should be. So but they that, you know, it,
1: that, is, that always seemed to be the one weakness of those things. But now that's that's even mitigated. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I understand that it doesn't
0: seem necessary because they're really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes sense, but it's like, well, we've been doing it this long
1: without it. Wh- right. Why? Why didn't you just sure. leave that alone? You know, I don't really don't mind too much, only because if I see Monster of Cav, Cav on the table like that, uh-huh. <laughs> Doom Divers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Norm It's just
0: with, it's It's one of those things where, I guess, a lot of people, I could see a lot of people asking them, why the hell did you make the Demigriff's Toughness 4? Hmm when you don't use their toughness. It's like a tease, you know? Right, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, maybe they were answering a question that was never asked per se. Could be. So not saying why can't we be toughness for, but, you know, why would you, why would you write it this way right. and not have it be able to be played? Um, the BSB
1: mm-hmm. ruling is important. And that's how it should be, Yeah. to be honest. He
0: refuses a challenge, then he runs to the back. Mm-hmm. He is no longer inspiring. His hold your ground thing doesn't, except for Skaven. Except for Skaven, because it says in their book that it yeah. does. Uh, but it's, if it's a magical banner, it still works. Like, sure, magic is on. It's on. It's on. But yeah, I challenge you. Hell no, I'm running <laughs> running with the the army standard. The army. The guy with the so army I know standard just the reroll. Yeah, it's, it's not, not inspiring. It. No, it's not.
3: <laughs> it's
0: embarrassing. Well, yeah. So that's that's really that makes sense.
1: They should make a rule where it's like. Your embarrassing presence. It's like minus two, <laughs> minus two to your leadership.
0: Well, you think about that. I mean, that's just if you watch anything where the guys that would march out there carrying those banners. I mean, running like that with the banner. Well, back then, that's, a battle,
1: that's how they communicated. Exactly, like flags and banners. If you see your your army flag running, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're like, oh man, we're there should be a penalty. We're in trouble. Let's get hey, out of
0: GW, here. GW fix this. Hmm. Uh, let's see, shooting with warm, unless specified, with all war machine weapons to unless, okay, whatever. Um, the power scroll is back in after yeah. they
1: accidentally left it out. Did you think that they'd intentionally no. took it out? No. It was just a mistake, right?
0: Why would you, okay, they're not ones to go and totally rewrite a rule. This is like the first big thing they changed when they started making right. changes. And we said it back then, it was the one thing that every tournament was banning. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you had almost no comp, you banned the Power Scroll. Right. Because it's a, it's a no-brainer. Easy. Oh, it's yeah. so easy. Yeah. And they changed it, and all of a sudden it just
1: quietly disappeared. Right. Nah, nobody's doing that. Well, there was a lot of Twitter, like, conspiracies. Like, oh, they took it out. So it Power Scroll's back. Yeah. That, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they corrected that and put it back in quickly.
0: Well, it wasn't there. So, I mean, you had they had a point, but... I'm glad they yeah. put it back in quickly too. Um, oh, this one I liked. If if I get a reroll to hit, like hatred or reason, mm-hmm. but the guys were attacking, I have to reroll successful hit rolls due to a spell or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They say, "How do you work that out?" They- so I got to reroll misses, but you're making me reroll to hits. So I basically roll all the dice, and before you would just basically pick up all the dice and roll them twice, right? So they basically said no. They cancel each other out. Well, it's because you can't reroll a reroll. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, so the first roll, mm-hmm. I split out my hits and my misses. I get to reroll my misses from hatred. That's one reroll. Right. The other ones haven't been rerolled. Oh, and right. these said you got to reroll, re-roll those. So yeah. if you reroll your they dice, out. you pick yes. Yeah, so and yeah. they're like, no, don't just pick up the dice twice. It's
1: a time saver.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's
2: really. Whoops.
0: There is no point other than to irritate the hell out of right. one of the two players. Because that second roll, unless you get exactly the same, mm-hmm. is going to lop to one side or the other. So right. someone's going to go, yeah. Someone's going to go, whoa. Yeah.
1: Well, again, it's a time saver.
0: <laughs> so you don't want to, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Let's
0: see. What else do we got in here? Can a fleeing model dispel spells or use magic items?
1: Answer. No, as it should be,
0: so if the wizard is fleeing he can't he,
1: you, you can't even you can't use a spell you can't use a scroll He can't use a bound item
0: yeah, you can't use magic items it's got to, i would assume it would have to be innate bounce an innate bound spell that would be the only way something would mm-hmm. be able to be used and uh let's see what happens if a wizard loses one or more wizard levels whenever he loses a wizard level he instantly forgets a single spell for each level lost chosen randomly, chosen at random can a model lose wizard levels granted by a magical item? Yes. Can mm-hmm. bound spells be forgotten if you lose a wizard level? No. If you lose your wizard level, uh, you still have bound spells that that don't include them when uh, randomizing what's forgotten. Mm-hmm. If a wizard has his level reduced to zero, does he still count as a wizard, and can he attempt to channel power into spell dice? Yes. Sure. So he's still a wizard. I I know a couple of people who were surprised, and I don't even think that's a new one. I think that was an old one, but I remember there's. I was playing at the last, whatever the last tournament was I was in, probably bits, mm-hmm. and someone basically tried to channel. Uh, no, you, the wizard level you lose D three wizard levels, right. and the level two went to a level zero, like when well, he's not a wizard anymore. Well, what is he? He's an just regular infantry. Regular infantry. He's a character model, but he's a, he's but he a character He more model.
1: wounds, a better leadership. But he's still an infantry... Well,
0: he was an infantry model before, but he was a character. Right. And so now he's no longer a wizard. He's just a lord or hero but character. Now, now we know, once a wizard... Yeah. It, yeah, it makes sense. He's got to be able to do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least he can channel, right. Right. Uh, let's see. If... Oh, okay, this is... This, I think this one's kind of important. Mm. If a unit charges into combat, and on the turn it charges, the last of the enemy unit, its fighting, are removed as casualties due to demonic instability, unstable, cornered rats, or as a result of a war machine failing its brake test. Right. Does the charging unit get to make an overrun?
1: No. It does not. So this puts to bed that huge... Circular debate we were having, but more so importantly, ago,
0: in fact, most important of all, mm. after all the emails and all the grief and all the if you take it that way, Dave, there's no possible way to actually end mm-hmm. that I, I was right, yeah i just i'm I'm going to gloat this one right here mm-hmm. because I will tell you honestly, and I said it before they i was like no way they didn't say that like i was certain they would say of course you get to overrun sure and they were going to i mean but as written i thought that's what it said and it turns out it did say it, that it's
1: interesting though because uh so many people around here that we know uh-huh. you know it didn't occur to them for a second that that's how it's played
0: but it's also weird because the guys that i was playing with uh extra life mhm that's how they always play it in there. That's how they've always played it. Yeah. And I was just like, really? Because I never even thought of it until someone asked me, like, after a year. And they're like, no, look look at the order and look at the thing. And I was like, yeah, that's what I came to.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting. There it, are gaming groups out there that have always played it like that. It's, it's that's never been interesting. surprised me more because so. I...
0: Yeah. I Yeah. I never even thought of it the other way. And... These guys have,
1: always, have never thought of it our way. Right. So let me ask you. You've you, you played at least one game since that FAQ has come out. Had, did yeah. that come into play for you? Did you, know, you I see actually, it coming I, into play? I
0: tried to make it come into play. Right. Like, And I know I'm not the best player. Nobody's listening to this to get hey, white tech, how do I win me some tournaments? Right. Well, hell if I know. If you figure it out,
1: call me. Um, so it, it did come into play in your game? I, it didn't. Would you say it's pretty situational? It's Is it know, open to abuse?
0: I keep saying this one part and it's the part that people just seem to forget. A unit of 5 dogs mm-hmm. is 5 toughness 3 models with 5
1: wounds total in the unit, right? If i so you, you have it, to do that like just the right amount of wounds to not have kill to them all. You have to
0: do 1 to 4 wounds. If I'm throwing that thing in front of anything that's got multiple attacks mm-hmm. or is in deep ranks or is in a horde formation, you're not going to need to worry about did they crumble because they're going to be dead. right? You know, um, there are a lot of situations you could. I could see uh, putting a spirit host in front of your unit mm-hmm. that doesn't have magical attacks, but it has a banner and three ranks, sure, and that's static. got four wounds. And so you charge it. I attack you. I don't manage to do any wounds I fill up my right. roll. So you've got the attack you got your ranks. you got your banner. It pops. It pops. The unit doesn't go anywhere. All it can do is reform. You know, and the fact Mm -hmm. is, if I'm moving up to here and to here and he's going to charge me, I'm really setting him up. If he wins the combat, he can reform. Right. Which means, okay, I move this here and I move this up towards his flank. So when he hits that... See, I, I, he's going to reform. He's going to face that thing that I'm lining up to hit him well, in the, the flank
1: with. The only thing is, though, no, you, you charge. You charge in woman. your phase. Yeah, so you get your magic phase, the benefit of it. On the turn, you charge him. Right, he can reform, but you're charging him. You know what yeah, I mean? I so am still I, getting I mean, this yeah,
0: You're holding him where he is. It's just I'm. I'm. I realize that they can't overrun, and sometimes you want to. You want to be able to get into that next unit. You want to be able to do that damage. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they can still reform, I think, makes it not necessarily it as it. bad. It yeah, offsets, offsets it, a it a bit. a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm still shocked they ruled that way. But I actually took a couple of units of dogs and put in a champion.
1: Just did, to you, did you conga line them? No. Because I isn't that the idea? You put the champion in the front. That's all they can hit is the champion.
0: Right. I had one of the champions on the side because I could conga line it, which is more difficult to deploy, more difficult to move because of the movement, and I could just kind of basically you know, jack around with it. Right. Or I put him on the end, and I just run up and give you my flank. Sure. If I really want you just to attack the champion, I can put him on the end and just run up, and instead of putting me one inch away at a funny angle from Mm -hmm. my front, I do it from the flank. Okay. And then you've got him... You can only attack him if you've got a champion. You can challenge, you can that right. the overkill right there will win you the could win you enough crumble. You know, I suppose that but but you got to charge a flank. Yeah, I could, I could put them there like that and put them on the flank. And yes, I could hold you there. Right. And people saying, you could hold them there for turn after turn if you can regrow them. Right. And that's yeah, but if if the crumble doesn't kill because there's five sure. wounds, anything that I'm putting it against that I really want to slow down. If it's got a couple... Now, so be smart. Put it in front of one that only has one rank or two ranks, something mm-hmm. big. But usually that's got
1: a lot of attacks. I mean... Yeah, I, I would think that setting up that trap would be easy to, to see.
0: I would think it would be easy to see. Now, if you're taking now... If you've got the 12 units of five dogs each with champions... Mm-hmm. Then it's harder to I get I can line that. one Avoid up an inch it. away, and I could even do something really jerk-holy, sure. like putting other units on the sides and not attacking with them. Right. So that if you do go to reform, you can't mm. because you're hitting or getting blocked by them. Right, so I can right. hold you in place and keep you from moving, it moving too forward, much. Sure. But then I'm taking three or four units to hold you in place.
1: Yeah, it's a lot, a lot to do. And I'm still hoping that you can't with. do
0: the five wounds.
1: To crumble your guys.
0: Now, like I said, you get that champion, I can see that. If you conga line them and put them on the side, because mm. then you could do as many wounds as you want. You're only... Killing the champion. Yeah, yeah, and you're only doing the one wound or possibly the overrun. So that you will get stuck there. Right. But, I mean, my units, even I took, I took a couple of small units, like 20 zombies, and I got charged. And I had grown one of them a little bit more. Yeah, but I got charged, and you did about seven or eight. And I got right. lucky and did two back, and I still got a couple of ranks. And, right, right. Okay, so I lose six more. All right so there's still zombies they're still there. there. Yep. Like I haven't had it come up. Maybe it's too situational
1: in that. I, I in that respect.
0: I'm certain if you want to dedicate and you want to make sure you have tons of chaff and you want to start lining them up and mm-hmm. hold, I mean you can Think about a swarm unit that you put up in front of them so they have to charge, and then right. you put another one just an inch behind it at a slightly different angle. Sure. you will bog down. You hit yeah. that, and if you did overrun, if you wipe it out completely and overrun...
1: You're into another one.
0: You're into another one, and it's moving you away and facing you away. I right. can control you or that Or you way. can
1: reform, and the swarm gets back in your way again.
0: Or you're reforming the swarm's in the way, and you're not reforming yeah. all the way you want. Right? Yeah, you can play it that way, and if you're really good at it, and you're really good at that movement, then maybe, the, honestly, then... Maybe that you should give this army a try. If you're that good at that, that that can help Maybe you win a game. that's for you, yeah.
1: You know, that's the thing. When that FAQ came out, I'm like, oh, man, snotlings. I started rubbing my hands. Think of all the things you could do with snotlings. I tried to work them into my army, and I just can't. I just don't have the points for them.
0: Well, they're in the special slot, right? They're in
1: the special slot. There are 60 they're 60 points for two. Okay. So that and it, it takes an army In an army that has so many great chaff options as it is, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's hard to fit them in.
0: And all to just hope that they don't kill it outright, but that they, and the only, and like I said, the only way this rule takes effect is if I actually lose my whole unit due to crumble. Right. Okay. If I'm losing you, I'm setting this up and yes, it could be a small chaff unit, Mm. but just, it just seems to me like, I don't, I guess I don't take that
1: much of that type of chaff. Right. You know, I mean, it's situational. I can see it coming into play against a big frenzied unit. Yeah. So you can slow that unit down. Well, you know,
0: I keep hearing uh, you, you know you can use this to hold them in place. I can hold them in place with, 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 with an th- ethereal if you have no magical attacks.
1: Right. I'm, I'm going to hold you up. You could do the fast cav rope-a-dope thing to slow them down. Exactly. And, and you know that's going to work.
0: There's lots of techniques. This one, it, it's 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 situational. Mm. I mean, granted, now, I will always throw a champion in with my dog units now if I take them and yeah. keep one off on the side. Just in case. In case I need to really slow something down. If there's something I can't handle, this will at least slow it down. Am I going to control exactly where it is and all that stuff? I don't know if I've got the finesse. I don't know if I can make that work. But
1: It's another tool in your it's, it's, never, arsenal. Yeah. I mean, I never thought about that as a way to slow somebody down. And you, you know what it does? I think it puts more emphasis on ballistic skill shooting to take out those small chaff. Yes. Yeah. If you've got a little bit of it, heck! Even if, if
0: you take out two of the dogs, now right. there's three of them. Yeah, you can do three wounds against that real easy, and then you're overrunning anyway. Absolutely. Hey, there you go, Chris. You uh, so so dwarfs. Good answer because they got lots of guns and stuff. I was thinking so that,
1: bows and longbows. Oh, that's not, true. Not with that, higher ballistic skill, I guess not that dwarf shooting stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: Anyways,
0: <laughs> so, and I'm sorry that I was being such a jerk earlier and totally gloating. But it was just so nice. Well,
1: you were being, I think, the loudest advocate of that rule change.
0: And it was really funny because I never thought of it. You made me go look for it. I made you go look for it? You called me up and said, have you seen this thing? I'm like, no, not really. And you're like, well, it's a question we're thinking about for bits. And since you play them, what do you think? And I said, oh, yeah, I do remember, remember I'm like, of course yeah. you get to overrun. And are like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, let me go look. And I actually worked it backwards. I said, "Okay, this Mm -hmm. happens here. what you know what." I I remember. I I
1: would go. I would go back and forth. I talked to you. I talked to Grant. Talked to Alex. And every person I talked to, I'm like, "Well, okay, yeah, it does work that way." No, it doesn't work that way.
0: I broke it down to where I could figure out every part went, and I'm amazed I was right because I was certain. Mm. I'm I'm glad I was able to read the convoluted GW rules as written (laughs) and pull
1: out the right answer. Uh, But it's
0: bizarre that I was totally. I got the rules as written, but I was certain that was not rules as intended. I certain they were going to say, who <laughs> no. knew? And they don't know that, that's what we meant. Really? Yep. Interesting. Better they just did what I said. Which, maybe they're like, oh man, we've got to shut those guys up. Yeah. It's printed. Yeah, White Tech's getting mad. <laughs> you yeah. better give him, you better make him right. Let's see. Uh, do units that are deployed as scouts count towards determining who finished deploying their army first? Answer is no. Two. So that, I mean, that always I, has. I like that rule. I, I don't think they should
1: count towards your they plus should. one. That's the whole reason that they're scouts. This is
0: your deployment. These guys were already out there. Right. The whole point of getting to place... They're hidden.
1: They're concealed. They're the, trained to, to...
0: The reason you get to place them last isn't because they're moving last. It's because they got into position days early ago. while this was going on, and now... They should hopefully be smart enough, if they're real scouts, to know where to position themselves. Right. So you see the army they put them in their best spot. Shadow warriors. This is where yeah. they show themselves. The Shadow warriors. <laughs> hey get in there. So I think this just makes sense. It shouldn't have been a part of your agreed. Your role. Agreed. Um, oh, if you put a character in a unit that has Vanguard, do they still get to Vanguard only if he's got it? Sure, the, that The character has to have Vanguard, too. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah if he can't move early, then the whole unit yeah, here wouldn't early. be able to either. Yeah. yeah, so I thought that was obvious, too. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. Um, okay, this is the one that nobody understands. Do lone characters get a lookout, sir, roll against <laughs> impact hits if there's a friendly unit containing five or more models of the character's true type within three inches? Yes. So the impact hits, I mean... You're not in the unit, so it's a four-up lookout, sir. So they're diving out in front of stuff anyway. Within three inches? Within three inches. That's how we... So they see the giant grindy thing coming at you, so they jump in front of it, I
1: guess. It, <sighs>
0: I mean, if that's, if that's the how point of the many guys out, How sir? many
1: guys are jumping out? <laughs> Apparently enough. How many, though? That number is determined by what? How many impact hits are rolled, right? So it's just looks weird order of events... I don't know how many guys are jumping out until it hits. Bam! Let's roll it. Five. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, five guys jump out, but we don't know that until after the chariot hits. You know what I mean? It, that's that's right. a weird. No, you're right. Order. It doesn't make sense
0: unless you t- unless it was one <laughs> one hit with multiple wound d6. That guy jumped in front of it. It does d6 impact hits only to him. So only one model is lost for all the impact hits to look out, sir, because they just impacted the crap. They, they <laughs> pulverized that the one guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Watch if there's a clarification is going to go that way. And I'm going to
1: that'd, that'd be silly because if it's a rank and file, you're only ever going to do one wound, unless it's like an ogre rank and
0: file. Well, see that's the beauty of it. That way you, you get the out, sir, and you don't have to lose a lot of guys, and you stop the impact hits. It's good to be the king. <laughs> Champion gets all the. Bottom. I don't know. I, I think it's stupid. It's a silly, silly addition. I I don't. I, I'm surprised somebody asked it, but we've been having a lot of questions that've been flying around Twitter about. Do you get a lookout, sir, for For magic magic missiles? Because it's not a shooting attack, technically, even though it's it's a ranged
1: attack, isn't it? It is a
0: ranged attack, but there's a difference, I suppose.
1: Yeah, but that would make more sense to me than impact hits. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Impact hits being a But basically almost everything gets a lookout, sir, then. Like, there's almost nothing that wouldn't
1: qualify for a lookout, What about a thunderstomp? Because uh, impact hits are a special attack, so are thunderstomps. Well, oh, that's true. Well, so, I don't know. It just it just opens up a, a can of worms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they've done so well to fix so many uh, little things, and then they'll go ahead and do that.
0: Then they got a really long question about if a character in a challenge ceases to be a character before the challenge ends, what happens? How would they cease to become a character? Well, there's that thing that a... Cha- uh, a... Oh, the... Some chaos thing? There's, yeah, there's a spell in chaos where you can take any rank and file model and turn him into a champion of the chaos. Champion. And then at any time, you can, it's like a remains in play. Uh-huh. So it can be dispelled. you can dispel. So as the wizard...
1: Oh, I see. I
0: can go in there and get in my cha- my super champion hits and stuff and then right. be like, no, pff, go on, turn it off. And so now he's no longer a champion. If the, now mm-hmm. if the round's not over... Mm-hmm. All right. that you fight that round out, right? And at the end of the round, the, the challenge is canceled and gone because he's he not exist, a character. He's right? not a champion. He's no longer. Yeah. So hmm. that's just. I guess that's I, a very I, situational. I'm assuming or. that's for that one reason because I, I can't, can't think, think of, of another else. way. Okay, now here, like this one, does a ridden monster benefit from any ward say that a rider possesses or vice versa? Like, no. I thought that said that in the main rules. I know you don't get it for chariots. I thought the a character's ward save does not confer to the thing he's riding, and the ride's ward save doesn't confer right. to well, and I think
1: one of the thing that that's t- maybe targeted towards is uh, high-off dragon armor, which gives a two-up ward save to the rider, but would it give that two-up ward save to the dragon? Uh, well, not according to this.
0: Does the ridden monster benefit from any ward save that its rider has or vice versa? No.
1: So, yeah, because the dragon itself doesn't have dragon armor, even though it's a dragon. Yep.
0: Um, oh, and okay, here's a couple. Real, if you have to put the BSB in the second rank mm-hmm. because there's no room for him because characters move forward, right? does he still get the benefits of a magic banner or of his uh, hold ground? I would say yes. Of course he does, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was just... Looking at the time. Okay. If a unit with missile weapons has the razor standard, does their shootings have armor piercing? No. Can an army have more than one of the same magic items, for example, as a dispel scroll? No.
1: That's silly. That what one's hap- obviously spelled I, out. I know.
0: What happens if a magic item is destroyed by any means? All the rules, bonuses, and etc. granted by the magic item are lost and have no further effect in the battle.
1: Magic weapons become mundane. If a magic item is destroyed
0: by any means, all the rules, bonuses, and everything just is gone for the rest yeah, of the battles.
1: What else would happen? I...
0: I... Can't figure anything else out. Exactly. This one's funny. Can Fosric's Folding Fortress be destroyed by spells or special rules that destroy magic items? And the answer is only if it, it activates before... The spell activates before you place right. the fortress. <clears throat>
1: so, so unless you can do... So you, so you couldn't do the... Um, what's the high-off spell where... Uh, walls are making. You couldn't unmake the building. that building. No, it's once it's built. down,
0: it's down. Right. Um, but if somehow you can get that spell off before you play...
1: Don't you place the building, like, after would deployment? You, yeah, 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 Before the game actually starts.
0: Is there any spell that can destroy crap like that before he would get a chance to place it? Because you wouldn't place that mm-hmm. first. You'd have all your terrain. Not that I know of. Obviously. Because, I, I mean, that's one of the answers that I'm like, I got to read this one. I had it written right, down right. because I'm like, what is there a... I don't... I hope something's not coming up that some army's going to get that lets them mess with the terrain uh, and stuff before the...
1: I, I hope not either, but you never know. What
0: else? They can move the forest. Maybe yeah, they can destroy a
1: building. It's possible. Oh, so it's not quite placed. It's destroyed! <laughs> Take it off.
0: Uh, or unless you have something that destroys a magic, whatever it is, before he places it, you know?
1: I, I, just, how, I don't But know. how would you start playing the game before the game started? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's
0: just weird... How can you start playing the game before the game started? I think that should be the title of this episode. Well, it is. am I right? That's, like, what that's, that's <laughs> the make, sequence. Makes perfect sense to me. I mean,
1: it really does. Oh, my God. Okay. That's um, weird circular logic. Man. And um, Big Red book. Let's break and then come back to the Empire. Sounds good.
0: Hey, folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm. It doesn't separate from the base. They custom cut Welcome back. Talking Empire. Talk F- 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 Empire FAQ. Uh, one errata and about, uh, about nine or so questions, I think. So okay. So what do we got? Here we go. First of all, uh, the War Horse's movement is eight. Okay. Apparently it might not have said oh, that. Oh, that's an issue? A, that's an errata. Just uh, Go into okay. the book, right. fix the War Horse's movement to eight. All right. Um, the first one is clearing up some stuff about detachments. Mm. Now, I, after I read this, if you go back and listen to the episode where Chris got sick and mm-hmm. like bowed out after like ten minutes, it was just me and Cranky. Right. This question he asked, like we we discussed this for maybe, and I only think like fifteen minutes of it might have gotten into the show because it was long. long. It was a question. It was a question about how you figure what counts as steadfast and what doesn't between a, a detachment and its parent, parent unit. unit. So, if a detachment has lost a combat, can it claim the steadfast special rule? For the regiment unit's ranks, even if that unit is either not in the same combat or is involved in another combat, so if just the re- just the detachment is in a combat, That it's lost. Uh, does it get the steadfast sure, from? Its I, I would think that it would parent unit. Well, because it's not in combat, so how can you be? St- like you know, some people said, "How can you be steadfast if you're not fighting?" I guess. But and you're, if it's you're always, getting, you're uh, getting uh, the benefit
1: of the parent units exactly, right? Isn't that the whole point of detachments?
0: Yeah. Um, And then the other part about that is, what if it's in a separate combat on its own? It's combating this, and the detachment's combating something else. I think you'd still get it. It's almost like a BSB effect. Well, here's the rule. Uh, You do get it. You were Mm -hmm. right about that. Mm -hmm. Always use the regimental unit's ranks to determine whether or not a detachment is steadfast. However, if the regiment is involved in its own combat, okay, Mm -hmm. a separate combat from the First, the parent unit separate
1: from the detachment. Yeah, so the detachment's okay. in one combat, Two different the in another right? one.
0: If it involves ever combat in which it is not steadfast due to the number of enemy ranks, mm-hmm. then the detachments are not steadfast either, even if the regiment had more ranks than the enemy unit actually attaching attacking the detachment. So basically, hmm. uh, my detachment got attacked with something with three ranks. Mm-hmm. I'm in five ranks, so it should we should be steadfast. Sure. But I'm getting attacked by something that has eight ranks, like Skaven slaves. Right. So, even though I would be stead, I'm not steadfast in my combat. And so, if I'm not steadfast, ain't nobody steadfast. The parent unit. So yes. the parent unit is
1: key. Yes. Okay. So so the regimental big, unit, the parent, parent unit, units. Yeah, <laughs> has to
0: <laughs> has to be. Um, oh, and if we do another Christmas thing like me and Chris did mm-hmm. last year, if we want to do giving gifts, I totally have a gift for the Empire that I think everyone. Who likes to play the Empire would, would will thank me for a plus number of ranks I have banner. No, that would be awesome, though. <laughs> but, oh, it's no, I'm not even telling you, but it's a, it's a great kiss. Oh, are you going to make me wait for Christmas. A, oh. Yes, don't open till oh, Christmas.
1: Man, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, here, guess the answer on this one. If an enemy chariot charges a regiment unit and one or more of the detachments makes a successful counter charge, does the chariot still get the impact hits? I would say yes. Okay. Remember this question, though. This came up on this was up on the on the uh, forums uh, for a while. People saying because it says something about you only get the impact hits uh, on your charge, right? Uh, not if you're being charged. So You don't get impact hits if you get charged. So they're saying I charge here, and then the regimental unit boom flies in and does the counter charge and hits it right. with the flank. Then. That they're not charging, so they don't get the impact. But hits. they are charging. They're but getting no.
1: countercharged by something else. But, but they are charging. You only get the impact
0: you hits don't
1: hits don't if you charge last. And, and, I don't know. Right. Right. So, so you could make the argument that those two things happen simultaneously, right? But the controlling player, whoever's controlling the chariot, if it's their turn, they would obviously choose that impact hits would take effect.
0: I remember looking at it, whatever forum this was going on on. Mm. People were posting links to it on Twitter, and it was just for pages of people. Arguing this. Well, the the rule is yes. (laughs) Although the chariots impact hits can only be signed to the regiment unit. that they're hitting. Sure. Yeah. So they charge the regiment. The detachment gets the counter charge. charge. You don't get to say, well, I'm in contact with them, so I'm going to put the impact hits on them. It's got to go to the unit. Yeah. That's it. It it Intuitively,
1: that makes the most sense.
0: Yeah. I, I never understood the rule the other way anyway, although people were just, you know, they were. It was another argument of the way it was worded and you know you can mm. you can always play with that rules as written versus intended. Yeah. Mm. Uh does a warrior priest's righteous fury and battle prayers affect his units mounts? No. Oh I'm sorry. No,
1: just like frenzy yeah does not affect the mounts. Exactly. Yeah, no.
0: Um can a commander of the empire who is not oh, no no, I'm sorry. Can a commander of the empire who is on his own or riding a monster Still make use of his hold
1: the line special rule? Uh, I would say yes. And why would you say yes? It's a 50 50 shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said no. And the hold the line rule is. Is that stubborn?
0: Um. Or no, then you get to use Except three you dice. you get the cold-blooded. You get to use three But it, dice. you have to confer it to your unit, I guess, don't you? It confers to your unit you're with. Okay. So if you're by yourself... You don't, don't get to use it. You don't get to... Oh, you, I you see. You don't inspire yourself. <laughs>
1: but you can inspire those
0: around you. Yes, you inspire those around you and they get the you know, that hold the line. Okay. But if you're that or you're riding a monster... You don't get you, it. <laughs> I refute! <laughs> I'm holding the line! I'm only okay. <laughs> um... If a witch hunter has a magic item like the Ring of Volans or the Ruby Ring of Ruined, will any bound spell effects or magic missiles retain the Killing bolt Blow special rule against the target of the witch hunter's accusation rule?
1: I know. That answer is yes. Yeah. Because a lot of people are hyping up Ruby Ring of Ruin with Killing Blow, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That is actually pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, I always like the witch hunters, but I always like the fluffy list.
0: Mm. Me and Cranky were talking about having six pigeon bombers. Yeah. Because it hits on one and six. One of those is going to hit every turn, and it's like a free mortar. Right. And if you get a couple of good rolls in a row, you can get two or three. ply, mm-hmm. it, play apply. i was like,
1: oh, I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can killing blow cavalry. And, yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. Um,
0: does the war altar of Sigmar's holy fervor affect friendly Empire characters?
1: I'm not quite certain what the rule is, but I would guess yes. It does. You are correct. It does.
0: Uh you want to grab the empire book just in case well I don't think we got three more so whatever. <laughs> if Volkmar the Grim the arch lector riding atop the war altar is killed is the war altar also removed from play? No. No. Cuz it's a written thing it's like a, a character yeah, or anything right, else. Right. And they they just they're so not connected anymore. Like you don't say the ward saves on the ward saves used to tra- transfer transfer basically all the things that they got rid of that the, yeah. the, that that used to do. Um it just seems if you're Right in the middle of it, you benefit from it because you're kind of it inside it. You know what I'm saying? Huh. That's yeah. always for me. I mean, that has nothing to do with anything. Um, but uh, the war altar is not removed from play. If my army contains more than one celestial hurricaneum, do their plus one to hit bonuses for the importance of battle stack? If one of my units is with six, is within six inches of both Hurricanums? I would think yes, and I would think yes too because the other one. Actually says if you have one or more, right, you get this. This one says every, if you have one, it and everything one. within six is plus one. I would thought it would stack two, right? Um, they have said no. They said no. They said no. Um, I think the way it's written, it should be. And I just,
1: do you really need to? Going, yeah, I I don't know if would that ever come up? Would two, anyone have two Hurricaneums? Within of all? about a foot of each other, right. so the unit in the middle it's, I mean
0: if you really were playing the gimmick and wanted these guys who were already hitting on threes to get the I suppose, double plus yeah. on the hit, you know. I mean I just I mean and it's like you said it's so specific. Such yeah, a specific very, situation. It's very situational. It's like, really? Why don't you just give it to them? Really? Right. If they're going to buy two or three Hurricanums so yeah, that this unit can you know, is give it to them. The him.
1: Halberdiers can hit another plus one.
0: Because that's going to become the new meta. Cause you, can, can you have auto hit? I know... Uh, can you have auto think, hit or is that auto you can,
1: wound you can do now?
0: I think it's auto wound. Okay, so you, you can't auto hit. I figure you put enough of it, you get auto hit on the unit, and there you go. Then that's I can see, a lot. I can that's working someone, hard. For, I can see someone building a whole thing around that, though. Some cheesy guy coming in. He's got a hurricane. a up. lot of hurricanes. He's got to, one to the left, one to the right, and one behind the unit. And the unit's just a big horde of auto-hitting <laughs> swords. or whatever. swords, you know? Yeah. Eh. That dumped my whole freaking, you know, point sink into that right. just to be a jerk. <laughs> now you can't. All right, last one. And then we'll take another quick break. Mm-hmm. Is a model wearing the white cloak of Ulrich still considered to be in base contact with an enemy model if he is riding a mount or a monster for the purposes of doing the minus one penalty to their rolls to hit? I would say yes. You would be correct. Huh. Because it's the whole base. Right. And if you're in base contact... You're in base contact with the model. Yeah. And it's the whole model. So you stick him up on something that's got a Ragnarok base and he's picking anybody he wants to get minus one to hit. So... All right, uh, when we come back, we've got one more. Sounds Good. good.
1: gamers out there. Blood in the Sun 3, Enchanted Under the Sea. June 22nd to 23rd, 2013. A two-day Warhammer Fantasy Battle Tournament held just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Meet players from around the country, compete with armies of all types. Blood in the Sun 3, Enchanted Under the Sea. For information, go to bloodinthesun.com.
0: Back for the final installment of this segment, we're going to talk about the uh,
1: the VC FAQ. Good old vampire. About damn time! They
0: still missed, I think, two questions.
1: I think (laughs) one of them is uh, near dear to your heart, which is which one it's lore attribute right if you yeah. just cast a spell can you heal friendly model can you he- heal a, a friend- character as
0: a character count as a friendly
1: mo- I don't understand why what, what the confusion is if if friendly character well, is a friendly model
0: thing. isn't it first of all it's an attribute which means it's not a spell in the first place it's an attribute it's set sure. that in the warriors of chaos faq because they're um they asked if cuz the warriors of Chaos, if they steal a spell they can't steal anything that heals Right. And they're like, well, if the spell goes off, can they still get the lore attribute? Because the lore attribute does heal. Okay. And they're like, well, yeah, you can get that because that's not a spell. You're not sure. – you can't cast – so a at lore attribute spells have already been determined to be two different
1: things. So, But, the, it but says regardless, the friendly you, character is still a friendly model.
0: I know. But whenever you regrow models, the rules for regrowing models say you cannot put wounds back on vampires, anything with the, the vampire special rules. Uh, yeah, for the oh, for God. how the how that invocation of the heck works, hmm. and since you're putting it back, it says any fr- any friendly model can you know can re- well that says you can't ever put a wound back on a vampire, and this says any friendly model put a wound back. But it's like yeah, but that's not that spell. That's my like, whole point. And, well, and as you said, it's a friendly model. Right. If you got one of those little diagrams where you have the circles and where they overlap, right. <laughs> the friendly model would completely envelop.
1: All the different unit types and character types. characters because I would they're... think that's exactly what that attribute is for.
0: Exactly. There's no There's no other way to heal the wounds on your right. characters, and they need it too, especially since they can hit with crumbles and stuff like uh, that. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point is that they're tough, is that you, they heal up. Hmm. So... Well, should we you, should
1: we talk about these erratas real quick? <laughs>
0: now, now that we've talked about the uh, the, answer, the question that's not in the FAQ, <laughs> okay,
1: let's go to faq Talk about the
0: FAQ, sure. Yeah, read the two
1: errata. So errata: zombie dragon swarm flies. Change this entry to read: enemy models in base contact with a zombie dragon deduct one from their rolls to hit in close combat. So, and wait, what was
0: that again? It said it page forty
1: nine. Change it to what? Change it to enemy models in base contact with a zombie dragon deduct one from their rolls to hit in close combat.
0: That's exactly what it already says. I bought the book the day it came out. It says, change it to say enemies in base contact with a zombie dragon. Detect one from their rolls to hit in close combat.
1: That's what it says. Well, that is what it says. So So it's uh, eroded to say the same thing? Yes. Oh, okay. Good Now, guys, there's a
0: line on page 49, and I want you to change it so that it says the exact same thing. Gotcha.
1: I'm on it, boss. Interesting. Okay, page 52. Covent Throne, Battle of Wills. Change the result 1 to 2 on the Battle of Wills table to the enemy is at minus 1 weapon skill and ballistic skill to a minimum of 1. The only change there is the to a minimum of 1. Right. So you can't reduce their weapon skill or
0: ballistic skill to 0 for the round. Mm-hmm. Which, as you guessed, how would you do that? There's not too many things weapon skill 1 except zombies, and it's like if you get a spell off that lowers it, right. and then it gets into this, then they... Then they auto fail to uh, to hit and are yeah they are they auto hit too if you have a zero weapon skill are you uh, auto hit uh, I don't know I know you auto you can't attack I don't know I I'm not quite sure maybe it's... I'm wrong maybe I made that one up maybe I maybe I dreamed that up I think you can still hit I mean but I mean if you have, no, if your weapon skill is zero you can't even attack but since right. you have no stat is it auto or is it auto hit auto hit I would, I would think no.
1: You still have to hit. Maybe it. Maybe not. I thought maybe know. I dreamed that up, but I dreamed up a couple other questions that. So I was. Uh, thinking of- is, a kid with a baseball bat walks up to a tee. They could still conceivably miss the tee. Yeah. Well, I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's pretty out there. All right, so we'll jump into the FAQs. We'll test your uh, knowledge <laughs> of the VC here. All right. Can the ghostly howl of a tomb banshee or the death shriek of a terrorgeist be used against an enemy unit locked in close combat that the tomb banshee or terrorgeist is not themselves involved in? Uh, and they said yes, they can. Yes, There's not a lot
0: of people happy about this. How come? I mean, other than other than Vampire other than VC players, players. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: So, do you think you'll see a lot of screaming-based armies because of this? Here's. And I think this, I, I'm kind
0: of coming to this decision after we just talked about the rule from the Big Red Book with the mm-hmm. crumble. Could you abuse this? Sure you could. You Just like you could take 15 units of dogs and line them up so you can never move your army anywhere that I didn't want you to move it. I can also base a whole army around screaming and have them running around and sc- have, have zombies run up right. and hold them in place and just scream the hell out of them mm-hmm. so that you do enough extra wounds into that combat that even killing zombies, you lose the combat. Sure. But by two terror geists. That's two screams. You could take that sword. Right. That gives you three screams. A lot of banshees. Take a crap load of banshees. That's a bunch of other screams. And it's the banshee's ghostly howl, huh? That, that yep. says that? Yeah. Well, then I guess the Mortis engine would be another one because it right. has the ghostly howl. And it actually says uh, the banshee swarm the van- the the mortise engine can make a ghostly owl attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all of a sudden
1: VC shooting has come into
0: its and own. And I've got like ten or twelve screams, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm taking models off units left and right that I've got locked into combat. You should try it. <sighs> yeah, I, I, maybe I should. Just, tr- just, maybe, yeah, just hey, you that's can. A, so that's a good idea for a segment for the show. Mm-hmm. Take something people say that you can abuse. And I just it. take it to the nth degree and see if it works. Yeah. So that'll Why be not? my next target once I got stuff painted and I build the other Terror Geist. I'll have to use a proxy. I'll have a, we'll have to play a big enough game where I can have a couple of Terror Geists. Right. If play the big game, I'll take that. I'll get a couple of Mortis engines. And yeah. then we'll take a bunch of Banshees and right. just, as, uh, just max out on them and see if I can. Let's see what they can do. banshees Banshees, sc- Screaming, and Zombies. That's... Yeah, just zombies to hold them up, screaming the hell. See Mm -hmm. if it works. Uh, We'll try it. But it's one of those. Of course, you could abuse it. How effective
1: would it be, though? Exactly,
0: Mm. it's a lot of points to save to get all them screams, and you're giving up other stuff.
1: Be interesting to see how it plays. Someone out there will do it. Yeah, I mean, you'd
0: have to to take that blade at seventy-five points, if I remember correctly. Ouch! And so, and that's the blade. If you don't kill anything with it, by the end of the game, it kills you. Hmm. But uh, that's seventy-five points.
1: Well, here's an interesting question, and then number two in the FAQs. If a vampire or a vamp lord is unable to choose the lore of vampires as their spell lore, uh, but, is, let's see, but is still the wizard with the highest leadership in the army, must he still be the army's general? They said that the general has to know
0: the lore, lore of vampires. vampires. Um, what they're saying is, I mean, basically, if you can't, because you give him the wizard hat, say and allow to them to be. change levels, um, then they're saying, I mean, basically, yes, he's, he's, still the, he's still the general. He's the highest leadership. right? Um, you can't, you know, I don't, it seems like a weird thing. I never thought of it, I guess. Again, I never, that's such a specific right. thing. Right. I mean, that's, okay, there are people who are from the beginnings have tried to, you know, um, well, if I take a vampire lord and I just don't give him lore of vampires, then he just won't be my general. Someone else will have to be the right, general. Like, right. No, highest leadership has, to be, has to be the general and has to have the lore of vampires. Well, I found something that I could take that would not let him. Oh, well, he's still the general then, yeah. I mean, it's...
1: No it, matter what, he's going to be the general.
0: Yeah, I'm not certain why you wouldn't want to. Like, why you would want to go through all that work to make him a, a have a different lore. Because the lore of vampires actually works really well for this army. <laughs> right. Well, it just it seems like a lot of work to go through to... Get around that rule. Someone like has to, asked
1: this question. Maybe I, multiple people. have I'd asked like to it, so.
0: see the list. <laughs> right. That
1: of the that Empire Lord with a wizarding hat. With yeah. Lore of something ridiculous.
0: Exactly. I want. I, I want to know what that list looks like because I just can't think of a reason
1: to do it um, and to go through all that effort for it. But God bless you. Right. Here's an invocation of Nahek heck question. Can you add models to a unit with invocation if placing such models would bring them to within one inch of an enemy model?
0: You can bring them up to an inch, but not past it. After that, then any models you
1: would have extra would be wasted. Mm -hmm. Well, it says these models can be placed within an inch of their of within an inch of enemy, their own. Is that right? I think that's misworded. These models can be placed within one inch of enemy their own unit is fighting, but not within one inch of any other enemy.
0: One inch of of the enemy their unit is fighting. Right. Okay but not within an inch of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the answer is no. It can't go within an inch. Right. So if you've got guys that you put behind the unit, the unit can only grow out to a certain point point. then has to stop. Right.
1: So. All right. So the next one is, if a Tomb Banshee winch- wishes to use her ghostly howl attack in close combat, does this have to be targeted against an enemy unit that the Tomb Banshee model is in base contact with?
0: All right. So it, it says you can scream into any combat. Mm-hmm. But if she wants to scream into... A, A different combat or a different unit that she's not, but she's in combat. No, I think you have to shoot. I think you have to scream it into that. I think that's what it said. You have to scream it into the unit. You can't be fighting
1: these guys and scream to that combat over there. Yeah, And
0: that just makes sense to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Do items that affect missile fire have any effect on a Banshee's ghostly howl? No. No. You're correct. Do the nightmares in a unit of Blood Knights benefit from the extra attack special rule from the unit's frenzy? Uh, no. Correct. They do not. Do Hex Wraiths move through an enemy unit in the magic phase due to Van Hell's cause hits with their spectral hunters rule like they would in the movement phase? Yes, they do. Yeah, I think that'd always be. See, in, I in thought effect. that
0: too, but a lot of said, because it says you move like the remaining moves phase. <laughs> And But okay. it, you you move like you move in the remaining moves phase. It doesn't say you get to do any of the other stuff. It doesn't actually say you get to move and take all the effects. Isn't that people just kind of overcomplicating? That's people, the people who are like x-rays. Right. Yeah, true. So the, you know, if you're moving like it's the moving phase, you move through, you get the...
1: Mm. Here's another w- ridiculous one. Do the attacks of spirit hosts and banshee swarms count as magical? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Then it says... Tomb Banshees and
0: Spirit Hosts are ethereal, after all. Well, and here, here's why they're asking that, though. Because the Spirit Horde, which is pulling the Mortis Engine of the Coven Throne, yeah. they're, that's the Spirit Hosts. So right. that is ethereal magical attack. I asked this when we played that, that last primer at UGG. When we played the three-round one, we went over to Bulldogs. The last yeah. round I was playing against Christopher, and the Mortis Engine charged in. Right. And I said, well, this is a spirit host. Does a spirit horde. Spirits, are? Th- do they get ethereal? Uh, cause, and he's like, and Steve said, does it say they have ethereal? And I said, no. He's like, then no. And then I said, what about the Banshee Swarm? It can make a ghostly howl. The Banshee Swarm is listed is exact stats of a Banshee, except there's three of them on the model. Right. Instead of one attack, it's got three. Right. So it's got three attacks from the banshee swarm, and it makes a ghostly howl. and says, "See page thirty-one. That's the entry for the banshee."
1: So they did it for one, but not the other.
0: Well, no, but if you go look up the, the yeah, but if you look up the rule for banshee, mm-hmm. it says it's got a ghostly howl. Sure. Well, it doesn't say that a ghostly howl is magical. a magical attack. It says, "Ethereal creatures, all their attacks are magical, and right. banshees are ethereal." So I said so the Banshee's howl is a magic so attack. So by
1: extension, the spirit host and they would said, also be.
0: Right. And I said, So it's a magic attack. Yeah. And they said and I was I was ruled against basically saying that's it, too it, far a leap. Yeah, yeah. Basically I was I was I was put I had to put too many dots together to make it, but they agreed with me. Because right there it's a, right. So, yeah. but that's nice because now the mortis engine it's got you know the it's, it's got the magical attacks, is, it, which, which kind of nice. And
1: that that's I like having a, them. Yeah, it's a logical. Yeah, I think logical thing. Uh, do hits generated by the mortis engine's reliquary count as magical? Oh, I th- I, oh, I, I glanced over this. I think they said yes. It, it
0: is yes. So the that pulse. Yeah, that hits, I would think they're magical
1: attacks too. Yeah, that w- that would be obvious.
0: I, well, yeah, it's all this undead necromantic energy. Right. I thought it was magic, too, but, I mean, apparently it's not obvious. People are asking. But hmm. I'm just I'm just glad, 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 because now if anyone's using any spirity, ethereal
1: things against me, pff, you, the pulse yeah, is right. offset they, it. Yeah, it's got yeah. nothing. All right, this one's a long one, so I'm just going to condense Go it, it. it here. Are the, reg- are the regeneration effects of multiple mortise engines cumulative? And that they said yes. Hmm. I like that a lot. I don't. I like
0: that rule <laughs> a lot. I, you know, it's still regen. Flaming completely counters it. Sure, but you can get like a two
1: up or a one up regen if you have enough <laughs> Crypt horrors.
0: Yeah. Well, the crypt Horrors, Yeah. If I had two mortise engines near it, then that's that, three up. That's a three up. Yeah. uh Regen. That's fantastic. And then two mortise engines. Those damn vargeists who I keep losing because they have no armor save. Suddenly they got a 5-up up, regen.
1: Oh, that's exactly what they need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they're within 12 inches of it? If they're within the pulse. See, that's tough to do because those VAR guys are going to fly off and do what they do. Right. The pulse is 2D6 plus the turn number. Yeah, it's not a lot. It could be up to
0: 12 on the first turn, a foot. So you either keep them close in the beginning right. while you're picking your targets, and then that helps against shooting them.
3: Yeah.
1: It's, it's nice, but I think that really benefits the two, the, the Crypt horrors the most. Uh, you know what else
0: it benefits the hell out of is the, uh, the Terrorgeist. Terrorgeist is a six-up regen.
1: Yeah. Also, got the, uh, the varguls Doesn't that thing have a regen? Four-up regen, I think? Yeah. Oh. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Vargols got straight-up regen. You have him running on that thing. If anyone wants to attack it, you have him charge it.
1: A three if you have one. A two if you have two Mortis engines.
0: I mean, I just, I like the Mortis engine. It always works for me, so... Right. Take take two is not a problem
1: I yeah, have. But anything to buff the regen is nice. Yep. All right, so next one. For units such as Vargites and Blood Knights, does a successful casting of Invocation enable them to regain one wound per model or one wound in total? I think it's one wound in total. You are correct. A Vampire unit can never, gain, never regain more than one wound from Invocation.
0: Yeah. So you cast Invocation... Why would it be one wound per model? They're all one wound models.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, that... But, uh... Maybe maybe they're thinking you can regrow multiple knights back? I can cast more than one invocation.
0: You know, so Mm -hmm. maybe they... Yeah, just basically one wound per model means you can put back all the models.
1: Right. You know, so... All right. If a single model or unit with a single rank is passed over by the Wind of Death template, is it affected by the spell? Of a single model or, or a, unit. a unit with a single rank. Uh,
0: I would think, it, what is it? It's, it's a D6 strength three hits or something like that mm-hmm. when that goes over it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would still affect you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they will suffer D6 strength three hits with no saves allowed.
0: So basically if you if you, if you you would have put technically zero ranks, less than five models across, mm-hmm. if you're, it's
1: still... It'd still affect them. It's, it's going to affect if it counts as one rank. Right. That'd be silly if it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> My you, have, characters you only have four guys? Awesome. Okay, you're okay. <laughs> you have five guys? Oh, you're taking damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, buzzing through here. Does a character with a dark acolyte add D3 to their casting total for invocation before or after their opponent attempts to dispel? Uh, before they, they attempt to dispel. You know. Correct. I'm not familiar with dark acolyte. Okay, but.
0: but it is, It gives, it gives you, get, you get plus D3 to casting invocation, mm-hmm. but it's not, th- that's what everyone read it at first. If you successfully cast invocation, mm. you add D three. So the question is, did you successfully cast a spell? If he still has a chance to dispel it, you know what I'm saying? Ah, I see. Because you don't just get D three. You've got to actually roll the dice. Like if I take the twelve inch invocation, it's a twelve. I got to roll a twelve on my you power have to be dice, successful. and yeah. then I get an. So what it right. is is, I, I keep wanting to take it. I'm not fitting it into my army mm-hmm. because I want to take this. Um, <clears throat> The Empiric Power, because basically it gives me, um, so I want to cast the 12-inch Invocation. I got a four. I get a plus two to cast Vampires because my Mortis sure. is there, so six. So I chuck two dice. I roll a, a seven, so it's 13. Okay, it's cast. Boom, another D3. So it makes it harder to dispel. So it makes it harder sure. to dispel. It's it It actually, if you're running a Necromancer... Heavy Army, where you could take maybe two Lord-level Necromancers. Spam that spell. And you could take yeah. that one and just one guy have it. It's But no, that's a vampiric ability. So you'd have to have a vampire with it. Hmm. And then you're putting, I think, 30 or 40 points into a, a vampiric ability that's... Right. Oh, it's 25. So, yeah, you could still take uh, Red Fury. You couldn't take Red Fury, that, and Quick Blood. Sure. But you could still... I... I think if they made it add D three to the casting of it at twenty five points, it would be in like every army. You'd see every That'd single be two. That'd be
1: too easy. Yeah, yeah. D
0: three every time. So they said you have to su- cast it successfully, but then you get the bonus. But it's nice. It's like once I get
1: my magic to work, it's solid. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So okay, uh, just two more here. If I ha- if I all sorry. If I have already cast a Remains in Place spell Such as Doom and Darkness What happens if I cast the same spell with the same wizard As a result of the cursed book Can I target the same unit for a cumulative effects, Or must I target a different unit
0: Oh you, I think you—I think it stacks
1: I think you can go after the same unit You're correct You are free to target any enemy unit with a duplicate spell as normal Including a unit that has already been affected by the spell In which case the unit In which case the effects are indeed cumulative So yeah You could Doom and Darkness something twice for a minus six.
2: Nice.
1: (laughs) All right, final one. Test your knowledge here. If a unit that was targeted by the Rod of Flaming Death in the previous magic phase moves in the next turn, do the additional strength four hits they suffer have the Flaming Attack special rule?
0: I thought they
1: did. Yeah, they do. There you go. So there you are. And that's the whole Vampire FAQ. Absolutely.
0: All right, so it's time for a break. And uh, I think when we get back, uh, did you want to do one more mini
1: topic, or are we going to wrap up the show? Uh, we could try for one. If you're time for one, yep. We took a little break. Yep. Yep. I think we got like two and a half hours in the can. Sure. So, am good. All, All right. right.
0: Hey, check out that guy in the Garage Hammer shirt. Who cares about
1: him? Look at that guy with the Garage Hammer hoodie.
0: That's right, guys. Nothing tells the ladies, I'm one of the gaming elite like Garage Wear. So hurry to garagehammer.net slash store, and soon you'll be the guy at game night that all the gaming chicks are talking about. Remember, boys, first you get your gear, then you win all your games, then you get the chicks.
1: That's right, boys. The only gamers we notice are in garage gear. Okay, so uh So, yeah, I have a little bone to pick with you. I
0: don't know why you have a bone to pick with me. Suddenly, up onto my forums, there's a whole thing about picking what armies you like to play and hate to play, and everybody's just like, oh, the dwarves, they suck. And it's not just that we suck. Apparently, and from a person who loves the dwarves, loves the fluff, loves the idea of the the crafters and the miners and these guys of honor, and yes, that honor can be taken to extremes and get get Uh twisted and weird, just like... Every other race sure. has their extreme, sure. you know, their extremes, yeah. and they've got to have a weakness. They're these good miners. They've got this honor, but there's this weird little thing where it, beca- it can become almost obsessive with them. right. Uh, and, oh, their their fluff is boring and their models suck and they're so <laughs> terrible. I hate playing <laughs> against them. Every time I come up and someone has a, has dwarfs across the table, oh, I just want to die. That's, I just hate them.
1: That that's all true. But so let me ask you. Because I know you obviously you love your dwarves. Why do you yes. think I hate dwarves so much? Is there any one particular reason? I just went under the assumption. Well, I know that the models themselves
0: are the the poses are very monoposed. Mm-hmm. so it's 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 so uniform across the table, which I right. like because it fits with that dwarven. Everything is you know geometric regimented. And yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Nobody likes to sit and have an army sit on the back side of the table and blow the crap out of you from a distance and make you come in. And then you got to hit heavy armor and toughness 4. Right. See, you play elves. Yep. And I think right there I think is a big reason you hate dwarves because Christopher had to play against forever. And it's frustrating with so much strength 3 hits and attacks. From right. bows and all this All the stuff that you have that's really good. Is not good against the dwarves because a they're mm-hmm. slightly ho- slightly tougher. So you're wounding on fives. They've got good armor, right? So they're it, you got a lot of shooting it, to yeah. To Chris knock used down to Chris used to pop 30, 40, 50 shots at me and wind up with three wounds and be pissed mm-hmm. off because mm-hmm. he's like I,
1: I should be doing more wounds. I'm assuming that's the annoying thing. Well, you know, I'll tell you. I don't like the models, I don't like the fluff, I don't like the general play style, and I don't like what? the fact that they have that cheesy uh, anvil. Okay, well, why don't you like, th- what, what's wrong with no, the, the fluff? The, I'm just curious. Just the idea, I, I've never liked dwarves in general as a race. Oh, okay. It, it, you're starting back from Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, okay, so you've just
1: never liked dwarves. i just dwarves. never See, liked I've, them. Okay, yeah. so that's, that's a, okay. But to be honest, I've never read the fluff, so maybe I would like it. Uh-huh. But if I don't like the race to begin with, I have a hard time thinking that would happen. I totally got so, you. So, the biggest thing that gets me about them, though, is the fact that they're inconvenient to play. What do you mean? Okay, so way back when I started, first started playing this, High Elves was my first army. Okay, I started with three friends. We played each other a lot, and then I branched out and started playing other people that I didn't know. Okay, one of the guys, one of those games was against a dwarf player. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really know what I was up against because none of my friends at the time played dwarves. We set up. Um, our armies, I, I, my high elves, and it's the same old story. He set up on the back line with his gun line and everything. I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll just move up and, and start shooting and get in combat. The place that we played at was uh, this local store in Chomper, Crooked Hat Games. Okay, and the way that he had his tables arranged, they were six foot tables, but they're all connected, so oh. this big row. Yeah. All right, right. So as the game progressed, and it's funny because Todd, who's who was the owner of the store and who kind of taught me how to play a little bit. Right. Once he saw deployment, he walked past. He gave me this look like, this is going to be such a cheesy game. He gave me that look. Okay. But I didn't really know what it meant cause I didn't know what I was in for. So we started playing, and, of course, I moved all my stuff to his side of the table. And I'm reaching over the whole time to the other side of the table, I have to, like, get up onto a chair to move stuff. Uh-huh. And it's not like I can easily go around because I have to go around to okay. the end of the store and come back around. Uh, I see. So, yeah, I'm getting beat up. I have to lean over to that side, take all my models off. Now, to be honest, I did win that game, but it was such a pain-in-the-butt win. During that game, I'm thinking, like, oh, is this Warhammer? I have to lean over and all the way to his side of the table, go back to my side to get my dice, and then go back to his side.
0: You You know, the dwarves don't make it easy for you. I mean...
1: No, not at all. I mean, they are tough, and I enjoy disliking them. And I don't know if you enjoy me disliking them or if you are truly incensed by that. Because <laughs> part of me thinks that you are truly offended by the fact that someone out there doesn't like your dwarves. I There's a lot of people who don't like dwarves. I just so often the reasons
0: behind it are just, oh, I don't like facing a gun line or I want you to – the dwarves – they're because their movement is so slow, mm-hmm. and because their specialty are these big heavy, you know, artillery guys. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. So most people want to get stuck in. They want to start moving around, maneuvering, running, around, trying to maneuver people. Mm-hmm. Throw, you're going to throw some magic. He's going to throw sure. some magic.
1: I don't throw no magic. You play, you play in all phases of the game where the dwarves don't do that. They shoot, and they fight, and they
0: on don't, their don't have terms. magic.
1: And, and that's and that's the thing. They don't really move. You're, you're, they don't have magic. That's
0: right. I'm setting up, and it's like. But that's what we are. We live in our mountains. Come get us. Is, I'm a is king that Warhammer?
1: If you're only playing half the phases, I don't think that's Warhammer. Okay, I think you're, you're just t- playing Hammer. Now you're playing three phases.
0: I, I Okay, I never play. <laughs> I never pull back all the way to the back of the table and don't move at all.
1: You, Yeah, to your credit, you don't play that way. But dwarf I, I, players out there have, and this guy did, and it drove me nuts. I mean, I have a lot of our art- I could see the strategy
0: behind it. It was just I, I, I couldn't play that way because yeah. Then it's just I'm just shooting right and hoping I kill enough of you before you get here that I could polish you off. Mm-hmm. And that's just a really I mean that's just rolling dice. That's right. That's I mean it is. And if you're playing, I can see the frustration playing in someone like that. And, and here's the thing: it's the same frustration I have when I play ogres and I look at it. And you're saying there's no strategy. You just sit in the back and shoot. And I like say there's no strategy. You just push forward as fast as you can. The
1: thing is, I think people out there. Yeah, yeah, excessive shooting is cheesy, excessive magic is, is is over the top, but if you are excessive in combat, I think people generally are okay with that. If you beat me in combat, I'm, I'm okay. okay with that. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? People don't like war machine. Not everybody a has them. with all the heavy shooting and heavy magic.
0: But they've got to have that to counter the fact that they have no magic. I mean, everybody's got something. Right. You know what I mean? And not every army plays in all... It, all in four in all phases. phases. Yeah, I yeah I there's hear you. at
1: least three. Th- there's there's two big points though that I'll I'll hit you with. Okay. One is yeah they don't necessarily have to play the the gunline shooting army. Right. And Mike Amy's revenge actually uh-huh. posted this in response. You can you can do that anvil which is even worse. Why is the anvil even worse? Because
0: I never use the anvil because it's a lot of points for something sure. that may or may not work.
1: It's ca- it's kind of like it has the book of Hoat syndrome. It's It does something well, and it it's to the point where it's going to do it whether you like it or not. You cannot stop it unless you roll a one. Right. So it's, it's another cheesy thing in the dwarf's arsenal that you can't stop.
0: It's a ton of points. If you can get anything, make that take any sort of a test, there's a whole bunch of spells that just make you Twellers. take it off the table. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Dweller's cracks call. Get something under t- take so it so off we the table. you can get those spells off. Because the old book used to have the rule, basically say you might as well try to destroy a mountain. It's under. You can't destroy it. You can go and kill the guys on it, but you can't destroy it. Right now, I can throw a magic spell and it's just the models, everything gone. It blows so up. There's a huge. There's a huge jump in in the in the fragility of it mm-hmm. because there's so many things now that can just get rid of it. Yeah. Um. And you know what? The whole point is. Uh, do I have to fight an army that's not going to come to me? Okay, I'm going to come to you, but I got this thing that helps me move up there faster. And you so we can't can can do anything fight. about
1: it. That's the Book of Holoth Syndrome. Hey, I'm going to throw magic. You can't do anything about it. You just have to eat it. All I'm doing is moving my guys forward. <laughs> can, <And> you, <laughs> you, you can you? You can charge them though. That's awesome, right?
0: See the look on your face <laughs> says it all. I I, I never. I have no. I might have once. I might have once. I'm not going to say never because I'm going to say never. And someone, mm-hmm. the person I once did it, is going to oh yeah, you did, you liar head.
1: You almost never.
0: I don't think I've ever taken an anvil. Like in the game, I have one. really. I don't I'm think I'm surprised to hear one.
1: that. I, I've never played against you using an anvil.
0: No, I might have taken it once just to see what it was like, and it just it's it's very cool in concept mm. and it's very ishy in i mean if you want to use it to move that one unit or do that one thing mm. that's fine, but once you want to go up to the d three it only happens on a four plus or else it doesn't work right and then you roll that a four plus and it's a d three and it's one you roll the one or the two anyway right, right. so suddenly the risk reward is 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 not as bad be- i just I don't trust the damn thing to not blow up and cost me
1: my lots of points yeah I yeah. mean
0: you're talking over four hundred points
1: i I, I hear you. But it is a pain to to play against. The other thing is, you know, I'm guilty of playing gunline armies too. You've seen it, yep. The goblin oh, gunline armies, God. they're brutal. But the orcs and goblins talk about the exact
0: opposite of the dwarfs, and they're freaking
1: well. Yeah, it's <laughs> artillery their, wall is frightening. It's it, their it, version it's of the gunline. Oh, so the dumb. difference is, it, it, it's got manglers which are moving towards you, right? It's got fast cav that vanguards towards you. It's got fanatics it's got all these things that that move, you know, toward you and True. keep it interesting and True. different. Dwarves have none of that. They well, and s- that's,
0: and that's one of the short I mean, it's one of the shortcomings, I guess no pun intended, <laughs> is that they I mean, they're got they're 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 dwarves. Yeah. They they're, they're too small to ride cavalry. Right. They can't run fast. They've got the the gyro, they have miners. But you the miners the miners don't come up till turn 2. They come up slow. Mhm. The gyrocopter and talk about that being annoying I love playing it but mm-hmm. people hate seeing it and then they complain oh you got your gyro run, run, I, run. you know
1: ironically I, that's one thing that I don't mind for whatever reason because I know it it's not I know what it brain, does yeah and...
0: I mean I'm re- that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to a new book I think you're going to see a lot a huge amount of changes to the dwarf mm-hmm. army I think they're going to try to either you know there's all there's rumors of giving them some sort of monster calf dwarves really yeah like they're writing bears
1: You know, they're going to give
0: them something because they they they
1: have a lot of flying things like dirigibles and things like that. Well, that's in the Big Red Book. I see it in artwork all the time.
0: It's in the Big Red Book, and there's rules for it, I believe, in the Big Red Book, and Mm -hmm. it's pretty kind of awesome. It's a flying cannon platform that can drop stuff Mm -hmm. on you. Mm -hmm. It's neat, but it's expensive. Um, I can see them, people, especially if you don't use the movement phase at all, if you just use the shooting phase. Right. Sit and back and, th- then yeah, I could see it being boring to play against, and so, I just I, like I said, I was played, I've played with them, and I've played against them, and they're tough, they're a challenge, mm-hmm. and
1: they're cool, and like I said, I like the fluff, and I think they're fun. I see why you, you don't. I, I I I genuinely do dislike them, but this is coming from a guy who plays high elves and greenskins. So what does that tell you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they're they're like they're 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 nemesis through half of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
1: But I have to say, it is fun to dislike them <laughs> because I think it it, it creates some good uh, friendly competition.
0: Oh, sure, sure, and uh, you know, like I said, I I don't I don't think they're nearly as bad as people. I mean, you, I don't think you see the old gun lines anymore. But now that there's no more half points, you don't see the old right, gun lines right. anymore. Although. You never know. Like I said, with my dwarves, I always like to take a small unit of them because mm-hmm. if I get that unit that's gone to a couple of guys and breaks and runs away...
1: Sure. You can take them out.
0: If I can just... I mean, mm-hmm. I, if I can, if I only have to kill a couple, mm-hmm. that's really actually quite helpful. could really do well.
1: Yeah. Um, but you, you can make it so they have to rally on snake eyes if you bring them down enough. Right. Exactly. So... Yeah. so, so. All right.
0: Well, you wanted to... <laughs> you yeah. Wanted I just wanted to
1: air that out there. You know, clear <laughs> the air. <laughs> Give you an opportunity to defend your precious stunties.
0: They're just they're just too cool. They have the coolest weapons. They just And they just come barging in. They're just they're they're like this this slow, implacable tide, it's coming in. And it's just going to keep coming in until
1: it's not there anymore. It's 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 annoying. Yeah, oh. they're coming in but they're short and they're hairy. And... Yes, they are. Yes, yes, they are. All right,
0: let's take a break and then wrap this show up. Sounds good. The wisdom of Warhammer. Fear me, mortals, for I am the anointed, the favored son of chaos, the scourge of the world. The armies of the gods rally behind me, and it is by my will and by my sword that your weakling nation shall fall. Archaeon the Ever Chosen, Lord of the End Times. The wisdom of Warhammer. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the end of the show. Here we are, up with you until dawn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I, I enjoy talking about the FAQs because mm-hmm. I like that stuff. Uh, you know, we went over some of the old ones too, I guess, as sure, well because
1: yeah. I made a mistake. But
0: you know, hopefully, you guys didn't find too much, you know, trouble with that. I just, I, you know, I love a good rules discussion. Yeah, so. Just
1: seeing how things affect the game that we play.
0: And then we talked a little bit about why Chris. Uh, why Chris hates my dwarves <laughs>
1: Your dwarves Everyone's uh, dwarves it, Everyone's dwarves I'm an equal opportunity hater when it comes Oh there to you go
0: Which I don't know What spawned that conversation At all really uh, It was um, Forum discussion
1: Oh okay I don't know how that forum Evolved Into that Was that
0: Was that uh,
1: Was that Robert's What's your What, what army mm, monster represents no, it you It wasn't there um, I, I just nah. remember Yeah I, I don't know exactly How I got Whatever
0: Um all right, our next episode is going to be right around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not certain what we're going to do yet. We got the year-end wrap-up coming, you know, at the end of December, yeah. or beginning of January. Um, we might do a, another little Christmas special. Sure, who knows? Hopefully, maybe we'll. <laughs> if we ever find the time, we can schedule you and me and Hastings together. We'll get uh oh, the Beastman review. We'll get that yeah, cool. Review and so. But folks, thanks for listening, and. Um, yeah, you know, we got three more shows this year, all big coming up on the holiday specials. So uh, keep listening, uh, you know, support the show. Give us an iTunes review. Yeah. Give us uh, whatever you can do. Sign up on the forums. Sign up on the forums. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, but just uh, you know, full support. if you got friends, tell them to listen to the show.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and support Castor Superstore and our others. There series. you go. All right. Folks, see you in a couple weeks. I hope you enjoyed this one. See you soon. Take care, guys.
1: You've been listening to Garage Hammers. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net/slash forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter: follow David at Garage Hammer and follow Chris at TopherChrisU. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at garagehammer.net you can reach me that's chris through chris you at garagehammer.net and you can reach both of us through garagehammer at live.com if you want to help support garagehammer check the support page or the show store on our website or leave us a positive review on itunes until next time thanks for listening
0: That's that's all I was saying, okay? <laughs> I know I'm kinda crazy. It's the crazy man. <laughs> hey, get me a couple withered hat. Well, I I hold it a keep it together, white tuck, keep it together. We're almost at the end here. I knew I'd be the hierophant once it handed me this withered hat. Oh god <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that reference? No. Sure I'm the president. I knew once I've had this that I'd be the president. That's from Escape from New York when he thinks he's tracked the president to his homing thing and they took it off him and stuck it on and the I've ball. I've never
1: seen that movie from beginning to end.
0: Oh, you're so wrong. How could you say that I even? I, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, well.